Welcome. Welcome to Sports Buzz Live Podcast, episode number 63. Um, this is happy birthday, Kobe Bryant. And also today, August 24th, 824-2020, officially Kobe Bryant Day. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, we all wish he was here. Um, because if he was here, maybe all this shit would have been going down. We'd all have that mama mentality, have someone to look up to. We wouldn't be in a pandemic. Kobe would have dropped 81 on the pandemic. And this would have been over. This would have been over back in March. But instead we're here. No Kobe Bryant. Um, but rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Definitely his legacy moved on. And and his legacy moved on. And this weekend showed that you're never going to forget Kobe Bryant because everyone showed there was a so much Mamba mentality being spread around this weekend from, I didn't even know how to explain this weekend. There was so much going on this weekend and, um, I loved it. I was a little bit emotional because I haven't had a weekend like this in a while. Um, NBA playoffs, UFC, Bellator. You also had boxing, Couple big boxing fights: Sean Porter, uh, Dillian White, Povetkin, um, NXT Takeover, SummerSlam happened this week. I almost forgot about SummerSlam, one of the four biggest events in um, WWE throughout the year. Forgot about SummerSlam. Um, Earl Thomas decided to make news again, and I'm trying to think because I had to write everything down. Um, didn't why that was about it, but yeah. Um, on this day, 824, we record Sports Life Podcast, episode number 63. And um, I'm going to do my best to show my Mamba mentality. And <clears throat> um, what I really definitely wanted to start off with today was how cold is Luka Doncic? It's cold in here where I'm at. My guns are out. No tan. I'm an indoor Mexican. It's cold with the AC on. Nothing's colder than what Luka Doncic did this weekend. Rebounding back from Montez Harrell calling, calling him a bitch-ass white boy to being a cold-ass white boy and hitting the game-winning three. That was just... The whole scene was amazing. When he had... What's his name? Mike Breen? Every time... I, I, I fell asleep listening to... Bang! Bang! And I, it wasn't Mick Foley coming out. It was Mike Breen. Bang! Bang! And Luka Doncic hitting the banger. Last time I heard that was, was Steph Curry hit that one against the Thunder, I believe. Bang. When he gave the double bang for Mike Breen, you know it was a banger. Um, Luka Doncic, man, the guy has been amazing. The guy's amazing. He's the best player in the league right now. Um, I can't think of anyone better than him right now. And he's carrying that team. I mean, you were talking about, you know, especially last game, getting hurt towards the end of that game. Looks like he wasn't. They didn't know what was going to happen. Game time decision, blah, blah, blah. And he came back. And he scored. Let me pull the numbers up because I ain't going to mess up this kid's numbers. Um, where's he at? There he is. Box score. 43 points. Oh, where's he at? Luca. By the way, his mom's a dimer. Speaking of dimes. Speaking of dimes, his mother. Um, Luca Doncic. 43 points. 13 assists, 17 rebounds. Um, Triple-double. Those are ridiculous numbers. And the guy's a kid, 20, 20 years old, 21 years old. 
This guy is a kid, boy amongst men, but he's being he's a man, he's a man at top of the mountain here right now. That dude's on cloud nine. No one's better than him right now. Definitely not Paul George, not Kawhi Leonard, not LeBron, not Giannis, not James Harden. None of them are better than Luka Doncic right now. Even the numbers that Donovan Mitchell are putting up against the Nuggets, which we're not going to talk about that. Probably going to talk about it. Really don't want to. Um, Luka Doncic is being the, is the best player right now in the league. Right now. Better than Dame Dollar. Dame, I'm okay. It used to be Dame Dollar. Now it's Dame Dollar. He's not showing Mamba mentality. But Luka Doncic, man, he's just, I don't know. He's just special. Something special about that kid. The dude's a monster. Ice in his veins. Cold-blooded. Game blouses. Whatever you want to say. Whatever Dave Chappelle. Um, whatever Dave Chappelle, you know, saying you want to put in. Insert wherever. Game blouses. Kobe. You know, that's where, isn't that where it started? Kobe. Where he went like this. When Dave Chappelle started that. Um, Mamba mentality. All the way back then. Dave Chappelle. Um, whatever you want to put in there. Luka Doncic is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. And it was so cool to watch. And I just had that. It just, if you haven't seen it, make sure you see it with Mike Breen just yelling, bang, bang. And he's just sitting there bumping his chest. Her, Montel, was it Montel, Montez Harris? Montez Harrell? Awoken a, a drag, a dragon. Dragon Drochic. Dragon Drochic. Drogon. He worked Doncic, Doncic, Doncic. Dude, I don't know why I messed up names. I was just saying his name perfectly not too long ago. Now I can't say it. Luka Doncic. 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 Um, shouldn't call him a bitch as a white boy. Now look at you guys. Even. Even. You guys have supposed to have a best player, one of the best players in the league. And Paul, oh crap, hold on. Look at, listen to me, hold on. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I had to let it play. Um, dude's just amazing. And now you guys are even. Three more games to go. Whoever wins the next, whoever wins two out of the next three, moves on. Um, could finish in six. So now Kawhi Leonard has to step up more than he wanted to. I think Lou Williams was the highest scorer in that game yesterday, too. And Lou Williams is a sixth man, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe he's starting now. I haven't been paying attention. I don't care about Lou Williams. I don't really care. Um, he's a, he cares more about his chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? Or chicken wings. Air quotes. Um, but, man. Luka Doncic is something special. Um, definitely want to talk about that, man. You just can't. You can't. Uh, you can't. Just deny the kid. Just can't deny the kid. If there was an MVP award giving out this playoffs, you might have to give it to him already, even though it's the first round. Just kidding. You never know what's going to happen. You got to go to the next round. Then I think if he, if he win, I think they play the winner of Nuggets Jazz, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, see what happens. Jazz are playing out of their mind. Donovan Mitchell, the spider. Donovan Mitchell playing very, very well. Um, Denver Nuggets, I mean, a lot of inconsistency there. But I've said this before. 
It's still a seven-game series. Still don't know what's going to happen. But I've also said that this team needs to be complete. It has to be a team effort for them to win a championship. It hasn't been a team effort. Yesterday, um, let me pull up the numbers here. Yesterday, uh, Jamal Murray matched. The Blue Arrow matched Donovan Mitchell 50 points. Donovan Mitchell's 51-point triple-double. Um, Murray did not have a triple-double, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think he did. Um but Murray went out there, scored 50 points. Jokic held his own with 29. You had Grant coming in with 12 and uh, and Millsap coming in with 16. The problem there is, though, the rebounds. I think we're getting killed on rebounds. And that's why. And that I think this is more like a league-wide thing. People shoot and right away start wanting, wanting to run back to the other side of the court. Thinking that it's going to go in or, one, you know, just, what I don't know what's going to happen, but. There are so many times I stay here and I watch people are right away just start running back to the other side of the court instead of trying to get a rebound. That's why you needed Dennis Rodman, someone like Dennis Rodman. You know, that's why Dennis Rodman was so good. And he stands out more than anyone. Didn't score a lot of points. Barely scored a lot of points. He went out there and got zero points and 20 rebounds, 20 plus rebounds. He was doing his thing. That's why you need someone like, like Dennis Rodman. With no no team has a Dennis Rodman anymore. Um, it's just it, it's very it's I don't know it, it's kind of disturbs me a little bit um, that that's the case. But is what it is. That's why you have these high scoring games too. Um, and then now you're playing going down the stretch. You know the end of the game, scrambling to get points, <clears throat> but no one's rebounding. And I think that was a big issue with the Denver Nuggets as well. Other big issues: the inconsistency from Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap is one of the highest-paid players on the team right now. Very inconsistent. And then towards the end, there he swatted Donovan Mitchell, stared him down. Donovan Mitchell came back and threw, just hurled up a three right in his grill. I mean, just awoken the monster too. Um, it's just inconsistent, man. That just sucks balls. It is what it is. Utah's up three-one. They're right now the better team. Um happens that's what happens but you know when not a whole lot of people are um you know it's team effort and you're also without gary harris jr and you're still without willie barton's two very important rotational players in the league gary harris is in the in the on the nuggets team gary harris is a starter um you're missing that you're missing that defense you're missing the you know the shots from him the minutes um That's it. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of excuses, a lot of shit that need to be worked on. If you want to go ahead and win three straight, you're gonna have to win three straight against this team. Um, we might be going home in five. Um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell's playing out of his mind. The guys are shooting lights out. I hate. I don't know, man. I just don't like. Like, I'm still very, I'm still very iffy. Like these these foul calls. I think the refereeing has been better in the playoffs than it has been all year. Um, they also had help with getting Mike Conley back. Um, he scored 29 points on his game and his comeback game. So Rudy Gobert sucks, by the way. I still think he's trash. How are you, how are you seven foot, seven, oh, you know, seven foot plus and just trash like that? He's not that good. I mean, yeah, he shut down a whole league, but you know, with this COVID positivity, but <laughs> is what it is. Um, yesterday also the Nets. Got swept by the Celtics, and the Sixers got no. Sixers got swept by the Celtics. The Nets got swept by Toronto. Um, 
Not much to say there. I mean, there's not much. I mean, what do you say? There's going to be changes made on both ends. You got to give it to Brooklyn, getting to where they're at. But Brooklyn, playing without Kevin Durant, playing without Kyrie Irving, Dwin Diddy, I think they say his name. So they're missing a lot of integral players too. I mean, that was bound to happen, I don't, especially against the returning champs. You know what I'm saying? Van Vliet, Van Vliet is pretty vicious. Kyle Lowry, Siakam. They've, you know, uh, I think is Gasol playing with the Raptors? I'm not mistaken. Um, but I mean, that's that's gonna happen. You're without three. You're some of your top players right now. Um, yeah, Marcus all still there. But you know, hats off Brooklyn for fighting, but it was wasn't enough. They just didn't have enough of uh, enough manpower. To uh, um, is Thibodeau the coach there? I don't even remember. I wasn't even paying attention to those guys. But um, now the Sixers shouldn't be in that position where they're at right now. Everyone claims to be Joel Embiid is one of the best centers in the league. He's trash. Ben Simmons trash. They don't have a lot of other support outside of that. I don't think that team's very very good. I never thought they were very good. Um, they need to make changes. There's going to be changes being made in the offseason, whether it be head coaching changes. Ben Simmons or somebody getting shipped off somewhere else. Um, there's going to be a bunch of changes. It's going to be another rebuilding type year. Um, you know, you got to bring it. It's what have you done for me lately? That's the society we live in. What has the Sixers, what has, you know, Embiid, Ben Simmons, anybody done for the team lately? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Get swept. So all this trust the process shit didn't really. That we, I don't know what process you. I don't know what process you guys are trusting. It's not working, Chief. This ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. That's not it, fam. That's not lit. What do the kids say? That's cap. That's what the kids say. It's cap. I think that's what they say. My hat straight. Um. But yeah, like I said, I want to talk about the last time, last uh, podcast. I want to talk about the. Actually, last po- last pa- last podcast left out a lot of shit. I didn't know all this shit was going down until it went down. The boxing, the SummerSlam, NXT Takeover. Um, Bell- I think they talk about Bellator and UFC. Um, but man, this weekend brought a lot of uh, good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Um, moving on to more Mamba Mentality. And UFC, there's a lot of Mamba mentality being thrown. It's a Mamba mentality show. So, UFC, fight night. Frankie Adiris, Pedro Munoz, one of the best fights of the year. Great fight, great tactical fight. I was just blown away by how good the fight was. Um, tough dudes. Pedro Munoz is tough. Ped- Frankie Edgar is tough. I mean, you've never seen tough for 135 pounders. You know, other than when Henry Cejudo won his belt. Um... These guys are tough. These are bad dudes. Podion is in a shark tank. And and there's there's a lot of... There's a lot of... I mean, this is like the... What is this? What would I compare this to? Like, he, like Podion is the lion of the kingdom, but there's a bunch of Mufasa. Is it Mufasa? Mufasa's trying to dethrone him. That's, how, that's the best way I can explain it. Um... A lot of people are trying to dethrone him. Um, Frankie Edgar just threw his name in the hat. Pedro Munoz is still there. Don't get it twisted. Pedro Munoz lost. It was a split decision. 
These guys are going to fight again. I know they will. Um, Frankie Edgar won by split decision. I I had a score for Frankie Edgar. Very close. Very Pedro Munoz. How that guy did not get knocked out, I don't know. He ate some tough lefts, tough rights. Um, but Frankie Edgar just mixed it up better. Had the takedowns. I told, like I said, his footwork's amazing. Boxing's amazing. He fights really, really well. Doesn't stand in one place for too long. Um, <clears throat> Pedro Munoz st- stood right in front of him. I was coming at him, cutting the angles off, walking him down. Um, Pedro Munoz, if you don't mind, if I'm mistaken, let me look at Pedro Munoz. If I, Pedro Munoz is a jiu-jitsu champ. And let me take it. Let me take a look. I want to make sure I got this right here. How tall is he? Five, six. Um, uh, where's it? I'm pretty sure he's a jiu-jitsu champion. Jiu-jitsu champion. I don't know. It didn't say, but I'm sure he's fought. He has a lot of jiu-jitsu. I'm sure he's a black belt. Um, I thought he was. Anyways. Um, looked very, very good on the feet. And he's proven. The thing about Pedro Mu is that he's still improving. Um He's still improving. I think he's still going to get competitive. I think he looked better than he did against Kobe Garbrandt. Um, I think there's a lot of improvement there. Pedro Munoz is a beast. And um, you're still going to see a lot from him. What I want to see Pedro Munoz fight, I want to see him fight uh, Dominic Cruz. I think that's a good fight. I want to see Dominic Cruz fight him and or Frank Edgar. It doesn't matter to me. But Dominic Cruz coming off a loss. Um, you probably look, I mean, I would, I would even probably look at Cody Sanhagen for him. Dominic Cruz um Jose Aldo Dominic Cruz you know what I'm saying maybe Pedro Munoz Jose Aldo so many good fights to make their 135 pounds um you still have Jimmy Rivera who's a tough dude Asun Saos also just took that L to Kobe Gar- Cody Garbrandt um I'd say Cody Garbrandt but he's fighting for the um flyweight championship um Cody Stamen still there. You see Cody Stamen. He, I think, did he just lose? I think he just lost. You have Marlon Vera throwing his name in the hat. Um, you have the 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 I ain't gonna say that shit again. So that's a that's a Shark Tank right there, guys. That is a Shark Tank. Sharks on top of sharks on top of sharks. Um. Just sharks everywhere. And that's it. That's an exciting time right now for the 135-pound division, which um, which there really wasn't a lot of buzz around them. Now there is. There's quite a buzz, especially throwing Frankie Edgar in the mix. Told you guys. I told you guys in the last fight. That is a good bet. Frankie Edgar came in as the underdog, came in and won. Didn't really look in trouble is from what I remember. Um, only saw the fight once. But Frankie Edgar is Frankie Edgar. Tom Tom Rivers, New Jersey. TR, baby. What up? Yeah, I got to love when Frankie Edgar comes out. Comes out to kick in the door by Biggie. Boom, 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 boom. That's how I started the Monday out. Boom, 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 boom. Kick in the door. Dude. It's, I love it. He used to call him. I think he used to come out to Cano. Rashad Evans used to come out to KRS-One. That shit used to pump me up, too. Um. Great fight. 
great fight. And it was, um, I tried to watch as much as possible. Just like I said, there was so much, um, there was so much going on this weekend. I had to NHL hockey. Um, my abs lost game one of their series at Dallas Stars. I think it was like five two. I can't remember five four. I can't five three. I can't remember. Um, it was a good fight. I mean, it was a it was a good weekend. Good week, if you need to say. But on the UFC side of things, Shana 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 Dobson came in as a plus nine hundred underdog. And I think I said last time, I go, I don't know about this fight. She came in with a losing record, three and four. She's now four and four, beating Maria Agapova. Maria Agapova came out swinging. And Dobson weathered the first round, had takedowns, controlled the fight a little bit on the ground. Um, next fight, ended up winning the fight by knockout. Next round, I'm sorry, next round. Plus 900. So what that means for you guys, you guys don't bet. If I'm not mistaken, you put a hundred down, you win nine hundred dollars. That's what that means. Imagine putting a thousand down, winning nine G's. I think that's what it works. That's how it works. Um, that is crazy. One of probably the biggest upsets. Top, probably top five, maybe definitely top ten. But plus nine hundred, that is ridiculous. You also had Frank Edgar's in underdog. Imagine betting these, parlaying these fights. Um, crazy. Just crazy, crazy, crazy. Joe Selecki beat Austin Hubbard. Um, and then Mike Rodriguez had a great performance against Marcin Pracino. Uh, Pracino? Pracnio. Poland. From Warsaw. That's a cool name, Warsaw. Uh, Mike Rodriguez looked good in the clinch. If you guys don't know what the clinch is, it's where, I, like, let's say I'm facing you and I grab the back of your neck. That's clinching. Like when you're up close wrestling, you have, you're clinched together. It's just like... I don't know how to explain it. I can't. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you guys can see what I'm doing. Clinching. But if not on Spotify, um, go look up what clinch means. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts. Um, it was it was beautiful. I haven't seen something like that since Prime Anderson Silva. That clinch was beautiful. Throwing the knees, uppercuts. Hit him with the eventually hit him with the elbow to the side of the grill. I think they dropped him. And ended up finishing the fight that way. Beautiful. Ugh. Everything about these fights were just beautiful. So that's why it was so emotional. It's just so beautiful to watch this shit. I love it. Oh my god, I love it. And I know people get pissed at there and be like, "Oh, this is a human cockfighting." No, it's just beautiful. It's it's a beautiful art. You know, it's just wonderful. The flow, the elbows, the human body goes through these ridiculous transformations um, from dropping the weight to um, what people can take. And then, you know, what people could take. And which brings me to my next fight, which would be the, um, which one was it? The, is it the Timor Valley versus Trevin Jones? Trevin Jones came back and won that fight. It's amazing what your body can go through. You win, you're there mentally. Ends up winning that fight by knockout in round two. Ends up getting starched and ends up winning that fight. Another underdog on the card. A big underdog. And that's why I tell you to watch, to tell you guys to watch these cards. You never know what's going to happen. You don't know what kind of stuff you're going to see. Shayna Dobson, Frankie Edgar, Trevin Jones, Mike Rodriguez, Daniel Rodriguez on the card who had a last minute replacement opponent. Grant, Grant knocked him. Well, let me take his look. I don't mess up his name because he deserves credit because he came in here, took the fight last second. A lot of people won't. Dwight Grant 
came in there and and he knocked and how Daniel Rodriguez and the ref didn't stop that fight, how he survived that, I have no idea. Um, a lot of refs would have stopped that fight, you know. But I think when you go back, Grant dropped him, gets on top and starts hitting him. Just starts hitting him. He's covering up. I don't know if the punches are coming through. I don't think the punches are. I think the punches are hitting the arm. I think that's why Rodriguez kept moving, kept moving, kept moving. Eventually ended up getting up, surviving the round. Um, no, surviving, you know, the onslaught ended up knocking him out just about a minute or two later. Um, it's just, like I said, it's amazing, it's amazing what the human body can go through. And you take a look at I mean, that's why I'm talking about, that's what we all talk about, mama mentality. You also look at people like, you know, mama mentality, you look at people like David Goggins. If you guys don't know who David Goggins is, go check out his book, You Can't Hurt Me, I believe is what it's called. Um, and um, it just, you, you, you go through these transformations, you go, a lot of us have this, you know, this potential we haven't tapped into. A lot of us have so much in us that we don't even realize it. And that's what mama mentality is. That's why you look at people like David Goggins, like, holy shit. If you guys don't know David Goggins, go look him up. The guys, in, I didn't call him a nut. I didn't know what to call the guy. Um, the guy's been through it. And he's still alive to tell about it. And um, just go check it out. But anyways, I mean, I've talked about him before on this podcast too. So if you're a, lot, if you're a long-time listener, you guys know what I'm talking about. But it's just amazing to see these things, these comebacks, these underdogs come back and, you know, win the fights that are not supposed to win. Um, Luka Doncic, still a baby, going out here banging. An underdog still, if you think. But now he's among the, he's among the top dogs. When you look at people like Paul George. <laughs> you look at people like Paul George. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, let me see. Who else? Stephen Miocic. A lot of people don't want to give Stephen Miocic, you know, props. Now you have to. You have no choice. Marlon Vera last week. You know what I'm saying? So there's people you got to realize. You, gotta, you have uh, something in you. You got to dig it out, damn it. Thank God it's Monday like Eric Thomas. Um, on this Kobe Bryant day, find your inner Kobe, your inner Mamba, your David Goggins, your inner something, and I just bring it out. Get this dub. Um, for Monday, it feels pretty good. Uh, Eight twenty-four Kobe Bryant day, and um, for somebody who idolized Kobe Bryant, it's not a good day for them. Neymar and PSG lost for, to Bayern Munich this weekend in the Champions League final. Another thing I forgot to talk about in the last Sports Plus Live podcast. Um, it's um, It was a good game. And Manuel Neuer, I think, showed why he's the best goalkeeper ever. One of the best goalkeepers ever. I don't... You, I mean, World Cup winner. Champions League winner. The... German Bundesliga winner multiple times, hand over fist, whatever you want to say. Um, the guys won it all. And the guys pro- guy has proven to be one of the best goalkeepers ever. Ever. I'm going to go out and say that. Mama mentality ever. The shots he was stopping um, looked so good. Um, just, it was it was beautiful. It was just beautiful. Another beautiful, more emotional beautifulness going on um, in the Champions League final. Um, Alfonso Davies, the Canadian from up north, um, played very, very well and has, has cemented himself as a starter 
on that team as a Canadian. One of the first, I think, one of the first Canadians maybe to ever win the Champions League. I'm not 100 percent sure. No American has ever won it. I don't think. Um, it's Canada's better than us. Canada's better than us. 2020 is their year. They handled the pandemic a whole lot better than us. Um, they gave them their 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 people money. Alfonso Davies is out there tearing up. Justin Bieber, Drake's having a good year. Canada's just <laughs> Canada's had a pretty good year this year. So, um, but I mean, you also look at Lindsey Coleman. Lindsey Coleman goes out there, puts his former team away. Grew up a PSG, now is at Bayern Munich, and um, put him to sleep. Got the game-winning goal. Um, but you also have to look at, you know, I think Bayern Munich, PSG, Red Bull, and um, um, Leon. Is it Olympic Leon? Um, all teams that were very, very well rested. PSG, uh, France, or French, the Fr- French League, Ligue 1, I think is what it's called. Um, canceled their fin- their season like April, May. So a lot of these teams had a lot of time to rest. They came in fresh. A lot of heal. They were able to heal up. Um, Neymar, Mbappe, Mbappe was hurt. Um, but look at them. Then they all healed up. They ended up coming back. Um, same thing with the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. They all finished um their season earlier, like a month or like a little over a month ago. Um, all came in healthy, all came in a little bit healthier and came in fresh. Unlike, you know, a lot of these premier league teams, a lot of the teams that start up their season, um, Spain and stuff like that. So it, um, not saying it's a big factor. I mean, I think football players, football players, soccer players, whatever you want to call them are just well, um, uh, well conditioned in shape. Um, to handle these type of things. So, but these guys definitely will have a little bit more of a leg up, a little bit of advantage given how the seasons went. And not to mention, I think both teams, I don't think the French team, I think I know German has like a, a winter break too. So they get a lot of rest throughout the year, unlike a lot of the Premier League teams, the Spanish Liga teams. So, um, but hats off Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich did very, very well. Great tip, great players. I mean, they have amazing players. They even did it without Boateng. Um, Boateng went out 24th minute, I believe, um, one of the best center backs. But newer man, you got you, your time to shine. It's just your time to shine. Um, I don't know what happened to Neymar. I don't know what happened to Mbappe. I mean, everyone else did pretty good. All I'm saying though is that they they should have won that game. They had a lot of great chances. They had a lot of great chances to finish. Di Maria had the, probably the best chances. Um, Neymar, Mbappe. I mean, sometimes you just can't deny. It. I mean, sometimes it's just like it's newer, man. Manuel newer. You see newer in goal. You're in for a dogfight. You're you're not gonna get easy goals against that dude. Just not thoroughly impressed. Um, but um, yeah. Either way. Great Champions League. Seasons will be starting up here again soon. I don't know, man. It's pretty quick turnaround for a lot of these teams. Um, was it 24th to the 12th is when the Premier League starts. So you're talking about another couple weeks. Two, three weeks. It's a quick turnaround. Um, also this weekend, speaking of the Premier League, Manchester United 
Harry Maguire, the captain, got arrested for squabbling in Mykonos, Greece. Um, apparently, I don't know what how true this shit is, but he got in a fight with ugly other Englishmen. And they were like, Manchester United sucks. And he had to get in the fight and do his things. I don't know what happened, but you just got to show restraint. That sucks balls. I would, I wouldn't mind. If, that, if someone's talking shit to you. Oh, no. What happened was, if I read right, some guys are starting shit with his like brothers or his friends that you're there with. And one of his like girls, the like, girls that were, they were with got stabbed with like a bottle. So we had to go in there and bang. Can't blame him. Got to protect the ladies. Protect these women, damn it. But anyways, I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, everything's developing. We'll see what happens. Everything's just now settling as far as the football world is concerned. Um, and then we're going to look back to... We're going to look forward to another late season. Um, can't wait for that to happen. Also, what else popping off this weekend? Earl Thomas is popping off this weekend. Oh, actually, Bellator happened Friday. And then, so, um, Ryan Bader lost his championship to Vadim Nemkov. Dude is a monster. And great head kick finish. Finish, uh, Head kick knockdown. Then finished the fight on the ground. Dude's... Russians had a good night that night. Um, the other Russian, I can't, I'm not going to look it up, but B, uh, Big Country Nelson lost that decision. Lost all three rounds, too. Looks like it was 30 to 27 on the cards. Um, an Emkoff, man. That guy, <laughs> who is he beat? I think he's beating Phil Davis, and he's also beat Liam McGregor. And then um, now he beat, uh, now he's a champion at 205 pounds. That dude is going to be a problem. If he could probably notch up two more wins or something like that, ridiculous wins at the championship. Maybe let's see if Lyoto Machida gets by um, it's Phil Davis. Uh, I would love to see that fight. Um, you also have Corey Anderson getting thrown in the mix now at 205 pounds at Bellator. So if he starches, you can see him in the UFC and probably get up there, put up there in title contention. Now with the wide open 205-pound light heavyweight division in the UFC, that's a name you got to look out for. You got to look out for that dude. You're gonna have to. Um, but yeah, I just want to tell you that. If you guys weren't paying attention, Uncle Edgar's paying attention. I seen it. Um, but yeah, Earl Thomas. A lot of other people have had pretty. Um, I don't know. Very uh, unusual 2020s. A lot of people have, but Earl Thomas has had a. <laughs> so he goes to Ravens. Ravens now are looking to release or trade him because he had a uh, he, he said he got into so he, apparently he got into a squabble, a little fight, a little mix up with somebody else, um, and the team's not liking him. Um, you need to have that. You need to have that cohesiveness in the, in a time right now. You need that cohesiveness. They need to be together in this time. Um, in a very unprecedented season, no one knows what's going to happen. Um, but you look at people like Antonio Brown who bring a bring a toxicity to the team. Um, I don't think the Ravens need that. They don't need that. Like I said, they don't need that, you know, in their uh, village for someone like Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, a very young team. Um, they don't just don't need that type of stuff. They don't need that negativity. They don't need that type of stuff around, you know, all these players in general. And um, 
That's where they're looking to trade him. You're going to sit there and fight. And he's had a weird year. He's the one, if I'm not mistaken, Earl Thomas got caught having a threesome with his brother and his wife or some shit like that. Like, I don't... And then the lady, his old, his lady pulled a gun on him, was like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to shoot your stupid ass. And then, um, <laughs> I'll never forget that shit. Was it Trent Richardson? Yeah, Trent. Was it Trent? Is that his name? Trent Richardson? I can't remember. Who, no, not Trent Richardson. Yeah, it was Big Trust. <laughs> he says, nah, you're a lady. You can't, you get caught with your brother and another lady and your lady pulls out a gun. And yeah, we got questions. <laughs> I talked about that. I think on here. I can't remember which episode, but I definitely did. But it goes back to with him flipping off Pete Carroll um, and shit like that. So it's like you could tell the guy's toxic. I mean, you could just tell. I knew when he did that whole flipping off thing, there's just something going on with this dude. And it's like, you don't want that shit around you. You don't want that shit on your team. Is he a great player? Yeah. Is, not, is he a good player? Yeah. Not a great player. He's a good player. Yeah. Of course he wants that on your team, but you could do away with that. It doesn't matter how good you are if you're going to be bringing that, that shit. Look at Antonio Brown. Look at Antonio Brown right now. Where's he at? He's not playing. Spend it for the first eight games of the season. Um, get your shit together, bro. Get your shit together. Yeah, bro. You get heated. Everyone gets heated. But there's a whole lot more to it. A lot of people aren't seeing. That's why you're getting released or traded. There's definitely heavy talks of him going to Dallas Cowboys and no one really gives a shit. I don't care. Go to the Cowboys. I don't think Cowboys are going to be mounted shit this year. It's just me. That's just me. But, you know, that's just me. But Mike McCarthy bringing in a new era. Dak Prescott getting, you know, there's also a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff we don't see there. Um, Mark Cooper getting a bigger deal than Dak before Dak Prescott. Um, Zeke Elliott, how's he going to respond? COVID positive. Will he, he'll be, will he be all right moving forward? Um, you also picked up CeeDee Lamb, one of the best receivers in the draft last year. One of the best receive one of the best receiver drafts in a long time. Um, we'll see what happens with the Cowboys. We're not here to talk about the Cowboys. We're here to talk about Earl Thomas and his uh, fuckery. That's what I'm gonna call it. Just fuckery. That's all it is. <laughs> but it's developing. I don't know what's gonna happen. He posted his little thing on Instagram, which didn't show shit at all. Um, it just showed him being a crybaby. People make mistakes. Whatever. Um, but last but not least. I want to talk about this because I just got done watching it and I got done watching it for another podcast for the brand podcast, the Pat McAfee show. Is that what it is? That's what podcast is called. Pat McAfee debuted on NXT as a WWE wrestler, superstar. And he did amazing. Just beautiful. I was so entertained by this match and none better than Adam Cole to have the match with. Um, McAfee carried his own. One of the best wrestling debuts from a cross-sport athlete. Better than Ronda Rousey. Better than Lawrence Taylor. Carl Malone. Dennis Rodman. Mongo. McMichaels. Um, Kevin Green has also wrestled as well. Um, he's, he did amazing. He did amazing. And he was clean too. Not sloppy at all. I was so impressed. If you guys did not get to watch it, go ahead and try to find it. Um, WWE Network. Um, Adam Cole. is on WWE NXT TakeOver um, this last weekend. So good. Amazing. He did such a great job. Um, I, I was over the moon. I want to see him. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him join Undisputed Era after this. I wouldn't be surprised. 
There's going to be that respect flowing. But it was so good. Um, he did the front flip onto the crowd of guys. He did the backflip when he got pushed off the turnbuckle. And then he did a one-leap jump onto the turnbuckle. Superplex Adam Cole off of it. I thought he was pretty clean for not having to really wrestle before. Um, not having a match like that before. Great. So good. Holy shit, I was impressed. Um, you guys got to watch it. Adam Cole, baby. Boom. Um, one of the best in the business. Crazy. It's, it's, Mama mentality just flew, was just flooded this weekend. From at basketball to football, soccer, to NXT, MMA, um, boxing. I almost forgot about that. Boxing. Povetkin knocked out Dillian White after getting knocked down twice the year round before. Knocked him out with such a beautiful uppercut. I mean, oh, my God, guys. I can't explain to you how beautiful that was. If you guys haven't seen it, go look at it. Go watch it. Um, with that, even taking away Dillian White's mandatory championship match against the winner of Deontay Wilder and, and um, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. And just, and he was, and Dillian White was fighting beautiful. Great jabs, great uppercuts himself, great combos. Obviously, he had two knockdowns around before. That was a 7 10 round. But then just getting knocked out, one hitter, quitter, uppercut, almost disguised as a body shot, snuck it right in, just whap, right in, right down the pipe, right down the peeper. Uppercut to his grill, dropped him, knocked him out. Um, one shot, couldn't get up. Ref didn't even bother to count. He was out. Oh, my God. There's Mamba mentality all over this weekend. It was a great weekend of sports. Um, <clears throat> and um, it's only going to get better here pretty soon. Football will be starting here soon. Obviously, soccer's going to start up again. MMA is always the weekend. Sean Porter even fought this weekend, won the championship. Um, you're going to have a lot of big boxing matches coming up here pretty soon in the swing. Um, boxing minute flow is in um, in full swing. MMA obviously has never quit. Um, used to have Dana White contender series up with comers. That's where Sean O'Malley has come from. Um, my head's still spinning. You still have the playoffs. You still have NHL playoffs. Um, <clears throat> MLB baseball, by the way, Fernando Tatis Jr. Since that grand slam, pretty much ended the Rangers. Rangers are now zero seven. Zero and seven since that grand slam. Show some respect. All right. Um, but that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about. So much going on this week. So much went on this weekend. So much going on here pretty soon. Um, that's it. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love doing this. I love you guys. Um, you guys stay safe out there. Wear your fucking masks. Go out there. Register to vote. Go out and vote in November. Um, take care of each other. And I did wear, so I kind of like, let's see if you guys can see this part on YouTube. I have my California tanked up on, um, and I have my San Diego hat cause I was trying to knock two birds with one stone. Obviously Kobe Bryant day, um, is today. His birthday was yesterday. I don't have a lot of Laker gear or Kobe Bryant stuff. Like I've always said before, never been a big Laker fan, never been a big Kobe Bryant. Got to show respect where respect is due. Um, also California, along with Colorado is on fire. Um, as hopefully may the, uh, the weather gods be on our side and get a little bit of rain. 
We'll see what happens. Been really hot here in Colorado. Been hot in California, obviously. And shout out to all you field workers, all those spices out there, still working, still grinding to get vegetables, food on your guys' table. So mad props to them. Um, mad props to anyone working through all these firefighters, working through these firefights. Um, so mad props to all you guys. Um, and that's it. So show some love to each other. Um, and don't forget to vote. And follow me on twitch.tv slash M-R-A-K-A-C-O, youtube.com slash sportsplotslife, sportsplotslife, Instagram and Twitter, and then M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, so come holler at your boy, say what's up. And that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you guys soon. Uh... Hey guys, um, welcome. Sports Plus Live Podcast, episode number 66. My name is Edgar Mr. AKA Rodriguez. Um, very weird, exciting weekend go or week going on this weekend. Very good week we have going on this week. Um, so much, and this is like a good meat of overlapping sports. Um, we have NBA playoff basketball. We have NFL starting up this week. We still have UFC obviously going year-round. Boxing is about to pick up a whole lot. College football obviously has already started. The uh, the, the the Power 5 conferences or three out of the Power 5 conferences will be up and running this weekend. Um, UEFA Nations. Um, so like a European international tournament going on this week, going on right now. There's um, <clears throat> so much to talk about. You know, but so much shit going on outside of that. Uh, for example, here where I live in my state, um, it's on fire. Now it's snowing. So it's fire and ice. I feel like I'm on the side of Game of Thrones. And the way 2020 is going, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm part of a red wedding. Red wedding. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if a Night King shows up and my niece kills him. You know, I wouldn't be surprised from anything. Nothing's going to catch me off guard in 2020. You can't hurt me anymore, 2020. I've already been hurt. Um, bright side is September um, falls right around the corner. And um, <clears throat> well, shit, Colorado just skipped fall altogether. Went and traded a winter, winter, I guess. Um, but with fall, that means football. Football is on its way. Um, now, there's still a lot of questions involving football. Um, revolving, revolving around football and COVID-19. Um, there's still a whole lot to, well, I guess, like I said, time will tell. Um, the weekend's going to, the football's going to start this week. And with the Texans versus the Chiefs, uh, Thursday night, um, then Sunday, and then obviously two games Monday, as they always do. I thought they did three. No, they do two. There's no way you can fit in three, can you? No way. Yeah, they'll do two. I think the Broncos, Tennessee Titans, and I think Pittsburgh. Someone else. I have it pulled up here. I should probably do my job here, huh? What do you guys think? Um, let me log back in here real quick. 
Um, NFL schedule right here. So yeah, Monday, Pittsburgh and the Giants. Weird. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. I, I definitely want to talk about the uh, NBA playoffs. Um, the Nuggets dropped game three to the Clippers and blah, blah. We'll talk about that. Um, Texans versus Kansas City. Now, this is, uh, I, you know, this is going to be a very fun. It's just going to be good to have it. I don't know how the stadium capacity is going to be because I did hear the Chiefs are one of the few people to let fans in the stadium. Um, don't know how it's going to look. Don't know how it's going to sound. The Chiefs have always had the home field advantage because they're one of the loudest stadiums in the country. Um, and then like that stadium just like right on top of you as well. Um, so as an opposing player, you're just like, holy shit, you probably overwhelms you sometimes. Um, those fans are loud and those fans would have been extra loud, especially now that they want to, they're Super Bowl champions. So defending champions starting out the season against the Texans, Texans, on the other hand, Texans have, I know, a question, questionable off season. Um, Especially with Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien just a just a weird dude in general. <laughs> He's a weird dude. He's also the GM, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <clears throat> so I think he's calling more shots than he should. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. They let they um, they let DeAndre Hopkins go for cheap to the Cardinals. Um, they picked up Brandon Cooks from if I'm, I think he was with the Rams. Still have Will Fuller. Now, Will Fuller has injury woes, and you never know how that's going to go. You also have J.J. Watt, who also has injury woes. You don't know how that's, how that's going to go. Only one that kind of been more consistent. Well, you know, I wouldn't say that the Hopkins came as, a, you know, cheap. They also got David Johnson. David Johnson's not a bad running back, um, but you still have questions, a lot more questions um, need to be answered on that offense and sometimes on the defense too. Um, they, I see, I'm not, I'm just thinking back to when I, one of the first episodes, I mistakenly, I mistook that David Clowney played for the Texans when he was already as a, he was ready a Seattle Seahawk. I was just thinking about that. Um, <laughs> one for the books. You're going to look back at a 1,000th th- episode and you're going to be like, oh, I remember when Uncle Edgar fucked up Jadavion Clowney's team midseason. Um, but Deshaun Watson has proven to put that team on his back and, and take him to W's. You saw that against the – was it the was it Baltimore in the playoffs, I believe? No. Yeah, hold on. Now I got to check this shit out because this is going to bother me if I do not know – who they beat. Um, wild card. No, they beat New England, right? No. Buffalo. Buffalo was a team they won. Um, they come, they, I think they ended up coming back on that. Let's see, 22. Yeah, it was an overtime. Uh, Buffalo 19, Houston 22. I mean, he, he puts the team on his back, and they end up losing to the Chiefs, I think, in the next round. Uh, let me take a look here because this shit will bother me. AF. Uh, divisional round. Houston lost to the Chiefs. 51-31. So last time they met, and that was the game the Chiefs came back. And there's a, they were down, what, like 22-3 to 
three or seven, I think something ridiculous. And right before the half, the Chiefs turned it around, and they never looked back. Um, so the Chiefs are already proven because the Chiefs already have the same set of players. They have, they still have Watkins. They still have uh, Hill. Um, they don't have Damian Williams, but they did add uh, Edwards Hilaire, signed Travis Kelsey. Um, I think they do have some defensive questions as well. Um, but they still have a, the, pretty much the same group. And I don't see why the Chiefs will drop this, to be honest with you. Um, I think Chiefs are the obviously are the team to beat. Um, you're definitely have to look out for um, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens as well. Baltimore plays Cleveland this weekend. Um, the Cleveland Browns, uh, a should be stacked Cleveland Browns team. Um, and now when you talk about OBJ and the Browns, you're thinking about something else now. If you guys haven't heard the rumor. OBJ likes to get shit on by girls or something like that. I don't know if it's by girls or guys. Um, and I, I'm just kind of—I don't know. I don't—I don't. It's none of my fucking business. I don't care if he gets shit on. If I'm a Browns fan, I'm sitting there. If I have him on my team, a fantasy, I just catch the damn ball. Don't let that two girls one cup shit get in your hands and slip the ball out. You have—you have—you uh, have technology on your side with these damn gloves. Don't be dropping those—don't be dropping no dookie balls. All right, I'm done. I'm going to talk about this later. I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about all that shit later. Um, we got to look at the Ravens, but the Browns, one of the three teams, I believe, the three losses for the, for, uh, the Ravens, um, the Browns gave one of the three losses to the Ravens last year, and handedly too. And it wasn't easy to beat the Browns if you were the Ravens. There was something there. Now, obviously, different coach. They did add um, a lot of offensive firepower as well. Austin Hooper on the offseason. So talking about the Browns. The Browns, Austin Hooper. They did add, uh, was it Compton? No. Can't remember the guy's name. Um, offensive lineman. No, what's his name? Was it from the Lions? Or did we get the Lions? Dude, I'm so lost. Oh, you know what? I got technology. Why don't we fucking use it? Um... Let me take a look here. This is what I used. Uh, AFC North. So Browns added Andrew Billings, a DT, Clay, Claiborne, Jack Conklin is what I'm thinking about, the offensive tackle. Also, that's a BJ Goodson in defense, Ronnie Harrison, um, Rashard Higgins. Is that a kid from CSU, if I'm not? Resigned with the team. Um, Austin Hooper, Kareem Hunt resigned just right now. Um, Kevin Johnson is CB. Carl Joseph. Case Keenum is a backup. Andrew Sendejo, um, the safety. And then Malcolm Smith, linebacker. So they did okay at defense. Now, def- now, at all- and now the Ravens, though. Let's take a look at Ravens. Let's see what the Ravens added on defense. Clayus Campbell from Colorado. A beast. Uh, DJ uh, DJ Fluker, offensive guard, Par- uh, Pernell McPhee, linebacker, Matt Skura, Jimmy Smith, re-signed with the team from CU as well. 
um, Jihad Ward, and then they signed Derek, Derek Wolf defensive line from the Broncos. So they beefed up the defense quite a bit on the offseason, um, and rightfully so. They need to they didn't get those type of stops. They need to have they need to be able to stop their defense. The, you know, they need the offense to be the the defense need to do their job. Slow down the offense. That way the offense as powerful as they are, as good as they are with Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, not to mention the reigning MVP, um Lamar Jackson. They just have they have um Mark Ingram and the kid. What's his name? The hell's his name? Damn it, too. This is going to bother the shit me. Anyways, let's keep going. Uh, Mark Ingram. Who else did they sign, too? Um, they beef, They did a lot on the defensive side. Um, they're even talking about Antonio Brown maybe going in because Marquise Brown is his cousin. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? What's his name? Isn't he a rookie? Fuck me. I don't get it. I got to check this out. If I don't know... Uh, the profile, um, hold on, this is going to bother me if I don't know what is team, um, what's his name guys, the running, the, the other running back. Rondo, Chris Campbell. Dude, this is really good. J.K. Dobbins. Isn't that the kid from Ohio State? Yep. J.K. Dobbins. I do. I can't believe it. It was like a, I knew it was like initials and then like, or like an acronym or some shit. Um, J.K. Dobbins. You guys, you guys, you guys saw him run. Boy can run, damn it. Boy can run. So you're going to have to look out for the Ravens, of course. Also for the Chiefs. I do have another team here you have to look out for. I don't know what just happened here. Um, obviously, you have to look out for the Saints. They're, they're always in the mix. Anytime Drew Brees is throwing your... Uh, I'm going to call Drew Brees his arm the Freedom Cannon. Because obviously, he admires people who fight for the flag. As we all should. People who fight for the flag, fight for this country. Um, and, um, doesn't give a shit about black lives. Apparently just kidding. looks like he's learning. looks like he's educating himself. Felt really, really bad. He's a good dude, dude. I mean, we got, I think there's some people who get past it. I think Drew Brees is get the pass. I mean, just, he just, a lot of people are so uneducated. People are educated, but are very, um, just ignorant. They're just ignorant ass people. Drew Brees, you know, Drew Brees, Made a mistake, said some words. He probably misworded what he wanted to say. But I mean, Drew Brees, Drew Brees is one of those guys who could get the pass. He's a nice dude, really nice dude. We shouldn't be faulting him for his, you know, for his upbringing. That's just what he knows, you know. He doesn't know anything outside of his white privilege. Let's be honest. He doesn't know anything outside. Of it. He doesn't know what it's like to be brought up in the inner city and with drugs surrounding you. Domestic violence around you, violence surrounding you, you know what I'm saying? So he just doesn't get these type of things. Um, it's just I just chalk it up to a miseducation. Um, you're also gonna have to take a look at what um, the I just had it up here. I'm, I'm so out of it. Just so much going on. My head is spinning. 
um, NFC South and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, of course, they added Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, um, LaShawn McCoy, Jason Pierre-Paul, A.Q. Shipley as an offensive lineman, Ryan Suckup as a kicker, Indamakasu. They are, if, if for one year, if they don't get even into the playoffs, that's a failure. It's a complete failure. And I think they had the best offseason of anybody ever. You signed one of the best quarterbacks. Now, 43 years old, I think is how old he's going to be. 43 years old. You have a Rob Gronkowski who took a year off, got skinnier, got smaller. Can you get that weight back on as a tight end? Um, you also have Leonard Fournette. Now, you had Leonard Fournette as a number two. You have Ronald Jones at number one is what it sounds like. But you also have LaShawn McCoy there, a veteran like LaShawn McCoy, um, just coming off of the Super Bowl win, I think, with the Chiefs. I think he was there. Um, so this is a very, very big veteran squad that can make a lot of moves, that can make shit happen, that knows how to win. Um, been there, done that. Um, and if Bruce Arians can get this team together, get them all on the same page, this is a very dangerous team. Um, Bruce Arians, a.k.a. the quarterback whisperer, knows how to get the best out of his quarterbacks. Um, they're definitely the team. That, who do they play first game? Let's take a look here. I want to see who they play first. Um, what the hell is going on here with my um, 2020... Um, week one, the hell is this? Tampa Bay plays, oh, the Saints, off the rip, um, in New Orleans. Um, give me a good matchup. I think this is going to be pretty fun to watch. And I'm definitely have my eyes glued. I'm pretty sure it's going to be national TV. There's no way it's not. You're not going to have Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to be playing on the NFC, on the, uh, NFC but Fox a whole lot more. He used to be playing on CBS a lot because that's where they played a lot of AFC games. He'll be on Fox a whole lot more this week. So pretty, uh, we'll hopefully get to hear, um, Tony Romo commentate this game. I hope. No, it's Tom. No, Tony Romo's on CBS. Shit. Man, they probably listened to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. <laughs> um, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman commentate. I'm not, I'm not horrible. And I don't think they're bad. Um, the Collinsworth, on the other hand, don't get me started on Collinsworth. Joe Buck's fine. Um, I didn't, yeah, we're gonna we have to wait and see. Everything is week one. It's still fresh. No fans. No, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, I don't even know what's going on. There's so much shit going on right now. I don't even know where to look. There's fire outside. Then it's snowing. People apparently like to get shit on. Um, school's up and running. Everyone has to wear masks. Um, can't do this, can't do that. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> My head's spinning. I'm trying to keep it together. 2020, we're almost out of it. We'll see. I just want to chalk it up already. I just, you know, it doesn't even matter. I'm going to put my Christmas tree up this week. Um, and while I'm wearing my Batman onesie, I don't care anymore. Don't judge me. Um, but there are some games this week. I'm going to give you. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you five games to watch this week to look out for. That could be bangers, in my opinion. And then I'm going to pick five winners. 
I'm going to take a little page out of my pomies from the Mutt podcast, the most underrated podcast. And I'm going to take five games and pick five and pick the winners out of them. And um, see what I do throughout the year. I'm going to keep track, okay? So let's go here. Um, game number one, Kansas City versus Houston could be a very lopsided game. I think Kansas City is going to take this one. Um, but So I'm going to give you my picks right now, obviously, is what I'm trying to do. Kansas City over Houston. My next pick, I'm going to go with the Browns over the Baltimore. Browns, new offense. This is going to be a tighter one than it has been in the in last year. I think Baker Mayfield is going to get his shit together to OBJ. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to watch what I say. Baker Mayfield, OBJ is going to get this shit together. Juice Landry is still available. You obviously add in Austin Hooper. David Njoku is still available, one of the most athletic tight ends I've ever seen. Um, obviously beefing up the offensive line. Um, I'm going Browns. Browns over the Patriots. Um, I had that. I had this pulled up because I wanted to take a look at the odds here. I'm, like, I'm, I'm getting a little into betting a little bit more. Um, Texans are minus 420. So what that means, or not? No, the Chiefs are minus 420. So what that means, you have to put 420 dollars down to win 100. Um, it's up to you. You could parlay these all these um, all these. You know, it shows you where my head is fighting. Um, you could parlay these games like four games. You could bet four games, and the odds increase. Um, Cleveland Browns are plus 290, so they're the underdog, whereas the Baltimore Ravens are minus 375. I'm still going Browns. I still think they got the scoring power. I still think they have the – they still have Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. They still have big, good offense. Um, this could be an offensive shootout. I'm going the Browns here. Um, I'm going Colts over Jaguars. I'm going Phillip Rivers, T.Y. Hilton to bang. They also have, what's the, the, the dude, uh, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, is that his name? Um, running back. Is that the kid from Wisconsin? I can't remember. I don't remember names. Um, I'm going Indianapolis Colts over Gordon Menchu and his boys. Just don't think Menchu magic uh, applies here to Mormon magic like uh, Phil Rivers. Just don't get it. Um, for the brand. Um, Colts for the brand. Colts are minus 400. Obviously coming as a favorite over the Jaguars. Jaguars are plus 320. Uh, other one, I'm going Eagles over the Washington football team um, because Washington football team kind of, I don't know what they were trying to do. There's kind of a weird offseason for them as well. They just let go of Adrian Peterson. No Darius Geis. Um, he decided to put hands on his old lady or something like that. Um, so very um, thin team. I got to go Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, puppy. Yeah, um, Deshaun Jackson. I don't know. Deshaun Jackson going to be affected by his little offseason comments. I don't think so. Um, and then I am also taking, what was it? What did I pick? Let me see. Make sure I got my picks right here. Uh, I went with Chiefs, Browns, Indy, Philly. And um, I'm taking Denver over the Titans. This is a kind of a pick em. Um, what that means is that their odds are very close together. Let me see. Where is it at? Um, yeah. Minus 110 minus. It's a pick them. So minus 110 for both teams. Um, and I'm going to the Broncos. I think the Broncos have what it takes to smoke that defense. They obviously have a track team out there. They also add a good defense. They have a lot of defense coming back. Um, it's, it's Von Miller's going to be, Bradley Chubb's going to be coming back. 
Uh, I mean, we're just stacked. Justin Simmons, we have very, very good defense, very quick defense. I think we're going to get to the quarterback. I think we're going to get to Tannehill. Uh, I think we're going to stuff Derrick Henry. Um, And then A.J. What's his name? A.J. Brown. He's our our top receiver. Shit, you're going to get locked down, cut. You're going to lock down, cut. Coming to Denver, cut. Um, Those are my picks. I'm taking Chiefs over Texans. I'm taking Browns over Ravens. I'm taking Indy over Jacksonville, Philly over Washington, and Broncos over Titans. Five. Quote me on that. Um, I don't know too much about um, odds here. <laughs> they're all. They're all. A lot of these teams are favorite, except for the Browns. If you don't bet that one straight up, I'd probably do that. Um, so you get a hundred. You to bet a hundred, you get. If you bet a hundred, you get three ninety five. It looks like. Where'd it go? Um, no, 100, 290. So two plus 290 is what they are. Um, that's what I'm going for. But, but obviously games to watch for. I mean, I already talked about it is the Saints versus Tampa Bay. Um, I'm also going with to watch here. You also want to take a look at the, where to go here? The new look Dolphins and the new look Patriots. That one might be closer than you think. The Dolphins beefed up a lot. Former Patriot Kyle Van Kyle Van Noy went to Miami. Um, obviously, you have Patriots have you know with the new addition of Cam Newton. They still have Julian Edelman. Um, no Tom Brady. No you know no Rob Gronkowski. Um, there's a lot of changes made there, so that's going to be interesting to watch. I think that's going to be interesting to watch. You might not think so because the Dolphins are involved, but who knows? I don't even know who the starter will be. Will it be Fitzpatrick? Will it be Tua Tagovailoa? I they don't think they've announced a starter if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think the one to watch, Let's see, uh, another one to watch, um, Seahawks over Falcons, uh, Matt Ryan versus Russell Wilson, Sierra. And obviously Seahawks always give, you know, always give everyone problems. One of the top teams, always very, very competitive with Pete Carroll at the helm. Um, Chris Carson. Who else they have? Chris Carson. I don't even remember who else they have. That's all they have is Chris Carson. But they have Russell Wilson, Sierra, and that's all they need. Um, but you know, like that, the Pete Carroll has his boys ready all the time. He has all boys all ready all the time. Um, Falcons adding Todd Gurley um, to the mix kind of changes a couple things. Obviously, you have one of the best receivers ever, Julio Jones. Um, you still have Calvin Ridley, I think. Kelvin Ridley. I'm trying to think if he got something. No, it was Sanu. I'm talking about Sanu got did got dismissed from the Patriots. Um, you're also adding um, the kid from Baltimore, tight end from Baltimore. I'm drawing blanks here, guys. I can't believe I'm on the spot and I am dropping the ball right now. I am dropping the damn ball. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's see what else. A couple other ones you want to watch. Obviously, they start for Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chargers. Um, you know these these pit. You want you probably you know Cincinnati Bengals. AJ Green's coming back. You have Boyd. You obviously have uh, Burrows. Joe Burrows start this weekend. Um, a lot of cool things to watch this weekend. A lot of cool things to watch. 
And then you also want to take a look at that San Francisco Niners versus Arizona Cardinals match. Arizona Cardinals obviously adding on one of the other best receivers out there, DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray, K1, um, is a monster. Um, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzpatrick. Um, I mean, dude, they're, they're a very good team. And they just got better with DeAndre Hopkins. And this is going to be very exciting to watch, especially with the returning NFC champs. San Francisco 49ers. I'm excited, man. Football is up and running. Did I give you guys five? Um, hold on. Let me take a look. at okay. San Fran. Cincy. Patriots. Seahawks. And the, the Buccaneers. Yeah, give me five. I think I give you Phoebus. Um, I'm excited. Football is up and running. And it's going to be a fun week. Very interesting year. Because I know here in Colorado, the Denver Broncos don't allow fans until week three. So I think they're away next week. And then week three, they'll start allowing fans like 20% capacity like everything else. So, Ooh, I'm excited. Football is back in. Um, Vonster's ready to get some sacks. Um, Oklahoma's about to win number six Big 12 championship. GSP is on the cusp of coming back. Um, Rick Flair is will never die. Biggie will never die. Number goats up here. Um, but did want to talk about, I'm talking about college football. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. I want to talk about the NBA playoffs and, um, Nuggets lost last night to the Clippers. And I posted on my Facebook, but I said, I posted on my Facebook and then posted on my Instagram, which is M-R-A-K-A-C-O. Instagram and Twitter, Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter, YouTube, Sports Plus Life. Um, I, I watched the game yesterday, and I never at one point did I feel like the um, L.A. Clippers were better than Denver Nuggets last night. I just never felt, I just never got that feeling. I never was like, wow, they are so much better than us last night. I never got that. I just felt like we went cold the second half, got very inconsistent, and um, it went. We just had bad, bad shot selection, bad rebounding. Um, we had to tweak a little, couple things, especially down the stretch. I think the first half was great. Michael Porter Jr. posterizing um, Harrell, and then you know Joker. I think did a great job of that first half. Great passing, great vision. Hitting those shots, the three-point shots were very important. Um, Millsap did a bit, you know, didn't do too bad in the first half, but still, same thing out of him we've had is inconsistency on both ends of the court. No rebounding, getting fouls when he shouldn't be getting fouls. Um, that's something different we could talk about here in a second. Um, but uh, let me take a look here. Let me go back here. So I wanted to take a look. What's it? Yeah, Sunday, right? Um, I'm trying to get this damn box score to pull up all these damn tabs and I can't find the right one. <laughs> um, this one, let me pull up the box score here. Now everyone in, in Denver Nuggets starting lineup had double digits. Um, but I mean, it's just still, we down the stretch there. We fucked up. MPJ had 18 points. Um, Gary Harris had 10. 
Jamal Murray had 14. That's kind of where it hurts us. Jamal Murray going 5 of 17 from field goal. Um, only going to the line twice. Hitting both his free throws. That's different. One offensive rebound, two defensive rebounds, three defensive, sorry, three defensive, re- defensive, rebound, defensive rebounds, nine assists. Um, you know, I I think yeah, we definitely need just consistency is all we need. Um, that's how we won the game too. It's just consistent shooting, perfect, good shooting, um, good rebounding, uh, defense. Defense was, I think they did well down the stretch, but they killed themselves. Um, just not making shots. It's just all it was. Um, it's just unfortunate because I never, I don't think the Clippers are better than us. I don't think George Hill is better than any of us here. I didn't, even though he had what, 32 points, Paul George, Paul George, Hill, Paul George, Paul George had 32 points. And I mean, he thought he was fucking Jordan last night. Didn't he? Did you see him? He was all, Oh, was so cool. Look at me. And fucking, and especially don't get me started on Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly had seven points. Let me see here. One offensive rebound. Three offense, three defensive rebounds. So that's the same as Jamal Murray. Three assists. Had a baby steal. One little block. Turned it over once. Patrick Beverly's trash. Oh, just he's just trash. He's a piece of crap. He sat there and said, well, they're doing all this flailing shit. And Joker returned back with, what flailing? You guys went to the line 26 times. Let me see if that adds up here. Let me take a look, see if that's true. Free throws. Six. Let me take a look. So here's Kawhi Leonard went six. Um, Zubak went seven. Paul George went three. So there's 16 right there. Harrell went 10 times to the free throw line. 10. Shut up, AT&T. This is not a sponsored podcast. Shut up. Um, so you're going 26 out. And this goes back. I talked about this not that long ago. To where the Denver Nuggets don't get the same calls that other teams get. And that shows it right there. We lost 107 to 113 to the Clippers. Where, let's take a look here. 4, uh, 10, 13, 20 points. 20 points came from free throws. Whereas the Nuggets went to the line two, six, ten times, and one, four, six, eight points came from free throws. I mean, that doesn't help either. Those free throws, they get to the line almost three times more than we do. In this game, and they win that game. So Patrick Riley sit there and talk shit talk about Flair. Like, I mean, come on, bro, get your shit together. You guys were not better. You guys got lucky. Kawhi Leonard was not a good player yesterday. Kawhi Leonard didn't play like the Toronto Raptors. Kawhi Leonard. He had that one good block with his middle finger yesterday. Turned the ball over four times. Um, only had what? He had twenty three points. You need more out of someone like Kawhi Leonard. But the four turnovers is what killed him. He also went to, he also, but here's what the good thing was, and people aren't talking about, 14 defensive rebounds. They had 14 rebounds. So that's a, that's huge. Those should be rebounds on offensive rebounds for the Denver Nuggets. So that's, I mean, just little things here that need to be tweaked um, to get that dub. 
And now at one point I sit there and watch the Clippers are better than the Denver Nuggets. I just don't, I never, and I'm talking about during that game. I'm sitting there and like, this team does, is not good. Um, but it's our shot selection, no rebounding. And um, that hurt. Is what it is, man. Is what it is. Clippers are up 2-1. But like I said before, Nuggets are a hard team to beat in seven games. Uh, I mean, they show that, that first series. Um, so what do we say here? Only time will tell. We'll get them next time. We'll see him in a couple days. What is it? Today, the 8th. We'll probably see him the 9th. Um, also, the Lakers um, came back and won game two over the Rockets. Um, I don't know why everyone thought the Rockets were just going to run away with this. I mean, you got LeBron James has won three championships. You got Anthony Davis, a hell of an athletics uh, center. Um, I mean, it's all you really need, right? Caruso's not going to help you. J.R. Smith is not. Kyle Kuzma's very, very inconsistent. Um, I don't think the Rockets... It, it doesn't help that Westbrook turned into Westbrook and was bricking everything. Was not making a shot. LeBron James is swatting everything out of his hands. Um, that's going to be a very interesting, interesting season. It's an interesting series to see how this goes. Goes back and forth. How many points are going to be scored here and there and blah, blah, blah. Who's going to have the better defense? The defense is going to win this series. Um, and LeBron James brought the defense last year, last game. Um, they play tonight. What is this? What time does that say? 7 p.m. East uh, Mountain Time and the Heat versus Bucks. Heat could close it out tonight. Bucks probably without Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, it could be a wrap for uh, the bucket, the old Bucks. Um, it's crazy they won that game in overtime without Giannis. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's no way they come back down three-one and win the series. I just don't, there's not a way. I think they, the Heat close it out. He's been playing. They've been playing amazing. Same thing with them. I think they get to the line a whole lot more too. Let me let me check here. Uh, was that Sunday? Uh, let's take a look at the box score. That's what we do here. Let's take a look facts, free throws uh, for the Heat. Six, twelve, nineteen, twenty. Let's go here. Thirteen, sixteen, nineteen, twenty-two. Eh. Pretty even. I don't. I just don't see. Anyways, I don't want to get started on that. Um, anyway, playoffs are obviously are still full effect. Still a whole lot to watch. Um, and still a lot to unpack here. So we're going to keep it going, keep it moving from the NBA um, onto bigger and better things, college football. College football, <clears throat> same thing with the NFL. How is that going to look? How is this going to go? Um, a lot of teams already played. Um, Clemson would be playing this weekend. Oklahoma would be playing this weekend. Um, is Alabama playing this weekend? I think they play Georgia. No, who do they play? Let me pull that up here. There's a lot of shifting here, players. Um, how's it out? Oh, there it is. Um, Alabama has to play this weekend. Can I? Can I play this? Can I? Can I? Can I? Um, take a look. Schedule here. Um, (coughs) 
Florida State, Georgia Tech. Notre Dame plays Duke. Oklahoma plays Missouri State. Clemson plays Wake Forest. Alabama doesn't play that week. Week three. Let me take a look at week three. Um, where the hell are they? Alabama. Alabama. How do they do it? Roll tight. Oh, they do roll tight roll. This is really bothering the shit. I mean, they're not like on here. <clears throat> this is really bothering the shit out of me. Because I think. Conference. SEC. Where is it at? There it is. the hell no week three schedules they don't play the week four holy crap oh let me see this here hold on i thought they had oh shit yeah week four they don't play the week four holy crap alabama versus missouri georgia versus arkansas they don't play the week four Damn, so Big 12, ACC are popping off this week, and Alabama won't play for another couple weeks. Crazy, bro. What is it? What day is that? Um, September 26th. Let's get a later start. I guess that's all right. It's okay with I mean, I'm okay with that, right? Um, who's going to win this year? That's what I'm going to think about. Who's going to win national champion? How does that work? Because there's talks that... Pac-12 and Big Ten are going to start a little bit later, possibly looking at December uh, as far as starting goes. Um, I think it's – I don't know how that all works out. I don't know how, who's going to be a national champion. I mean, obviously Alabama's always a favorite. Clemson, I think, is a favorite. Um, who won it last year? Was It wasn't Clemson. LSU won it. Obviously, they're without a lot of stars. Um, big, uh, coach O and them obviously coming out of the SEC as well. Who do they play? LSU. They play Mississippi state. How are they ranked number six? Really? Oklahoma's number five. <laughs> um, I, I mean, you, Spencer Rattler got named the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. Um, if you guys don't know who Spencer Rattler is, look him up. The kid's a beast. The kid's got an arm. He's, um, I, he's like Kyle, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield rolled up into one. This kid has an arm, athleticism, very, very good, out of Arizona, I believe. Um, I think Tanner Mordecai was the projected starter before all this happened. I think he got hurt, so I think that's why Spencer Rattler's getting the dub. But you also have Charlie Rambo to throw to. No Kennedy Brooks. I think he went to – no, was it? Yeah, Kennedy Brooks got injured again. Um You'll see. I mean, quarterback U, QBU, Oklahoma. They, they, they. Defense started picking up last year. Uh, we do lose Parnell Motley. Um, obviously, Kenneth Murray going to the Chargers, uh, round one. Um, which, by the way, they never bring up Kenneth Murray in. Um, hard knocks. I don't see him. Do you guys see him, or am I not paying attention? They don't. They don't. They never talked about him once. Um. It was a first-round draft pick. They didn't talk about the moment on the Chargers on hard knocks. Really weird. 
Um, but obviously, I think if you're looking at champion, yeah, you know, someone to bring the championship home. If you're looking at anybody, uh, the teams that are playing right away, you got to go Clemson. I think they're their favorites. And, you know, as much as it hurts me to say that, you have Trevor Lawrence on your team, you always have a chance to win. Trevor Lawrence is one of the one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. One of the best players we've ever seen in a long time, probably since Vince Young or Tim Tebow. Um, you know, Reggie Bush. Some of the best, one of the best players we've seen in a long, long time. He's a talent, man. That guy's a talent. Um, and he's a good kid, smart kid, very well spoken. He's the kid's a total package. Goes in the draft next year, definitely gonna go number one. Um We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with old uh, Sunshine. Um, but if you can pick a favorite right now, I think it's going to be Clemson. Um, can't pick Ohio State, no Wisconsin, no Oregon. Um, you got to take uh, off the players. So let me take a look. So who is um, – is there rankings, standings? Ranking, there we go, rankings. Um, Clemson, Ohio State. It goes Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU. No Penn State. Oh, sorry. No, so no Ohio State. No Penn State. No Oregon. No Wisconsin. That's top 12. No Michigan. Top 15. Um, no Minnesota. No Utah. No Iowa. It's pretty crazy. So we take a look at the play that, you know, they have Clemson now. So let's re-rank these. Go Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU, Florida, Notre Dame, Auburn, Texas A&M, Texas. That'd be like your top 10, I think, is what you're looking at right there. Texas top 10? Bro, get out of here. Um, I think Oklahoma has a chance to get out of the Big 12. Obviously, I think Oklahoma will win the Big 12 again. Now, what we have is that step after that. I don't know what's gonna what it's gonna look like. Are we still gonna have playoffs? Um, I, there's so many questions that still have yet to be answered. I don't fucking know how to do. If I'm gonna pick anybody, it's gonna be Clemson. Don't know why, but I'm picking Clemson. <laughs> Although I want to pick Oklahoma, we still we we're, we still a lot we can. We got to replace Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was a big leader. Um, no, uh, no Kennedy Brooks. No Parlell Martin. No Kenneth Murray on defense. Um, no C.D. Lamb, of course. I don't know. We'll see what happens, players. Um, my head's spinning still. Fire and ice outside. And, um, yeah. Um, over the weekend, UFC popped off this weekend. I did not watch the fights. I was uh, at a birthday party for a good friend of mine. Um, plus, the Nuggets were on, and I just couldn't watch it. I was just like, dude, I needed I needed a break. I needed a break from my sports, even though I love them. And plus, the Nuggets kind of hurt my heart the first game. And I think they do better when I don't watch anyway. So, then they won. And I watched yesterday, and look what happened. I don't think I'm going to watch them tomorrow. Um, but UFC Sakai versus Overeem sounded like Sakai was winning four rounds and the fifth round ended up getting finished by Overeem. Overeem's a veteran man. Trains out of Denver now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that can make mean a big, big deal. Big, big change in your know, elevation, your conditioning, uh, your cardio, obviously. And uh, I think they've cleaned him up a little bit, but I think he's gotten better. He's gotten the bad... I mean, he beat. He had Rosenstruck beat for four point nine rounds, and he ended up getting beat up in the last few seconds. Um, then he had that the fight against um, Walt Davis. Beat Walt Davis. 
And then he just had this fight against Sakai and ended up winning. So I think the next fight you see will probably be what? Um, Overeem fight would probably be what? Like Lewis, maybe? Rosenstruck? You're ready to beat Rosenstruck. Maybe he wants that one back. Um, probably Rosenstruck or Lewis is probably who you see next for him. Um, but this weekend, let's say I'm talking about the last week because I didn't watch it and I can't talk about it because I didn't watch it. Um, but this weekend coming up, you have Angela Dave, Angela, Angela Overkill Hill. The hell's a damn Angela Overkill Hill versus Michelle Watterson. You guys know how I love Angela Hill here um, on the podcast. Talk about her. She's a beast. She's the monster. This is gonna be a very good fight. Very underrated fight. I don't think it's, I don't think it's being talked about enough. Michelle Watterson, big veteran. Um, out of Team Jackson, Angela Hill, out of San Diego. Um, this is going to be a tough fight to kind of decipher, a tough fight to pick. If I'm going to pick anybody, they're both very durable. They both have good skill. The difference here will be the wrestling. I think it'll be the grappling. I think they both have a good stand-up. Um, very, very tough fight for me to pick. Let me take a look at the odds because, um, that can make a difference in my pick here because I want to see where they have favorite going into this fight. I think it's Michelle Watterson, but I want to see how much she's favorited. Let me take a look here. And me. Uh, plus 115 and one minus 139. Angela. So it's close. Very close. I had to get his Angela Hill. I think Angela Hill has improved a lot. Um, Michelle Watterson has taken some beatdowns. Some surprising losses from Michelle Watterson's end. I don't think she'll, I don't think she'll be ready for Angela Overkill Hill. Angela Overkill Hill has been the more... Um, active fighter. I think she has the most reps. Um, I think she can get this dub by decision. I'm going Angela Overkill Hill, baby. Um, there's also a good a couple other good fights. Um, on here, you have to watch. Uh, Kama Worthy versus Otman Azatir. Azatir is coming in undefeated. Kama Worthy last beat. Um, the violent Bob Ross to kill one of my parlays. Um, Azatir is actually. Um, the underdog going in undefeated against Kama Worthy. So a little bit of value there for you, puppies. Um, Roxanne Mata Ferry versus Andrea J KGB Lee. Um, don't know how this fight's going to go. It all depends on what Mata Ferry we see. Mata Ferry can go in there, dominate a fight like she did against uh, Macy Barber, then go out there and lose a fight like she did not that long ago. Um, Mata Ferry's a big veteran. So you don't know what she's going to bring. Andrea. KGB Lee um, has done well, improved very well. Didn't um, great stand up, good wrestling. I don't know who to pick here. I don't know who to pick here right now. Andrea Lee is the favorite by my, um, you know minus three hundred five. K uh, Mata Ferries plus two thirty on big ass underdog. Uh, Mike Rodriguez versus Ed Herman. That's gonna be. I didn't even know that was on the card. Is it? Did I just skip over that? Yeah. 
Ed Herman versus Mike Rodriguez. You guys remember Mike Rodriguez? Not that long ago, a couple episodes ago, just bangers. Ed Herman could throw bangers. Um, I'm giving, listen, I'm giving you guys entertainment right now. If you guys don't like it, if you guys want to stay out there and fire a nice outside, be my guest. But I'm giving you heat for Saturday's fights. Um, there's a lot going on Saturday, man. I don't know if I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm be available Saturday. Sports, soccer, soccer starting up, Premier League starting up. Oh my god, I got to talk about that too. I just thought of something else. I got to add to the agenda. I'm gonna do a baby podcast on that. We'll do that. Um, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be ready. Bobby Green versus Alan Patrick. Brock Weaver versus Frank Camacho. Brian Barbera, Barber, Barberena versus Anthony Ivy. Um, who's the fight? Matt Schnell versus Tyson Knapp. That's the one. Flyweights, the little guys are going to throw these little fucking hands, man. Those little flyweight hands, those quick hands. Some of you guys have knockout. Tyson Nam's a tough dude, but so is Matt Schnell. Matt Schnell was on like the MTV show. I can't remember what it's called, but um, he was on that. Um, UEFA Nations Cup popped off this week. Uh, I'm going to pull that up because a lot of good. Matches happen this weekend. Um, uh, leagues and cups. Mm. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Hold on. UEFA Nations League. There we go. Um, scores over the weekend. Armenia just beat uh, Estonia 2-0. Georgia and Ma- North Macedonia just tied 1-1. I was just watching that before I got on. Belgium and Iceland are playing here pretty soon. Um, Denmark and England will be playing here pretty soon. And then France versus Croatia is another banger going on. But over the weekend, let's see, scores. Uh, Monday. Uh, notable scores. So I'm gonna go out. The Czech Republic lost to Scotland, uh, two to one. Um, Italy beat Netherlands one zero, and Norway smoked North North Ireland. Um, Patty McNair scoring for Northern Ireland, former Manchester United. Um, I think so. Maybe I'm blowing smoke out of my own ass. Um, England beat Iceland one zero on a crazy penalty. I think that's what it was. Spain beat Ukraine 4-0. Um, so that's something to watch out for. I want you guys to watch this because uh, I don't I don't know how long this is going to go for. I don't know when the next matchups are going to be. It'll tell me right here. Watch if I keep going. Um, October. October 10th is what will pop off again after this week. You guys are going to watch this shit. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Remember, five chucks a month for ESPN+. Plus. You get all this you know, smoke to put on the background when you're working at home. Put it on your phone. Watch a little bit of footsie. It's all good. Um, but that's it, man. My head's still spinning. I still got a lot more to decompose. Obviously, I got to work on a baby podcast now. Um, and then go check me out on Instagram, Sports Plus Life. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, M-R-A-K-A-C-O. Instagram and Twitter, Sports Plus Life is a YouTube channel. Uh, find me, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, on Twitch.com. And that's it. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, sorry, it's very unprepared. It's fire and ice outside. I don't. My head's spinning. Um, it's smoky outside. Then there's fire. 
and then Night King's knocking on my door. Um, and then um, apparently I might be part of a red wedding. Um, Bill and Ted is coming out, so I don't I don't know what's going on, guys. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for sharing. Go ahead, hit the likes, hit the shares, subscribe. Um, help your brother out because obviously I'm going crazy. Um, thank you guys. I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Um, and don't forget to uh, go out there and vote and, uh, just be nice. All right. I'll holler at you guys. Hey guys, um, welcome. Sports Plus Live Podcast episode number 66. My name is Edgar Mr. AKA Rodriguez. Um, very weird, exciting weekend go or week going on this weekend. Very good week we have going on this week. Um, so much, and this is like a good meet of overlapping sports. Um, we have NBA playoff basketball. We have NFL starting up this week. We still have UFC obviously going year-round. Boxing is about to pick up a whole lot. College football obviously has already started. The uh, the, the the Power 5 conferences or three out of the Power 5 conferences will be up and running this weekend. Um, UEFA Nations. Um, so like a European international tournament going on this week, going on right now. Um, <clears throat> there's so much to talk about. You know, but so much shit going on outside of that. Uh, for example, here where I live in my state, um, it's on fire. Now it's snowing. So it's fire and ice. I feel like I'm on the side of Game of Thrones. And the way 2020 is going, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm part of a red wedding. Red wedding. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Night King shows up and my niece kills him. You know, I wouldn't be surprised from anything. Nothing's going to catch me off guard in 2020. You can't hurt me anymore, 2020. I've already been hurt. Um, bright side is September. Um, falls right around the corner. And, um, <clears throat> well, shit, Colorado just skipped fall altogether. Went straight into winter, winter, I guess. Um, but with fall, that means football. Football is on its way. Um, now, there's still a lot of questions involving football. Um, revolving, revolving around football and COVID-19. Um, there's still a whole lot to, well, I guess, like I said, time will tell. Um, the weekend's going to, the football's going to start this week. And with the Texans versus the Chiefs, uh, Thursday night, um, then Sunday, and then obviously two games Monday, as they always do. I thought they did three. No, they do two. Never mind. I think there's no way you can fit in three, can you? No way. Yeah, they'll do two. I think the Broncos, Tennessee Titans, and I think Pittsburgh. Someone else. I have it pulled up here. I should probably do my job here, huh? What do you guys think? Um, let me log back in here real quick. Um, NFL schedule right here. So yeah, Monday Pittsburgh and the Giants. Weird. Um, but yeah. Let's get into it. I, I definitely want to talk about the uh, NBA playoffs. Um, the Nuggets dropped game three to the Clippers and blah, blah. We'll talk about that. Um, 
Texans versus Kansas City. Now, this is uh, I you know, this is going to be a very fun. It's just going to be good to have it. I don't know how the stadium capacity is going to be because I did hear the Chiefs are one of the few people to let fans in the stadium. Um, don't know how it's going to look. Don't know how it's going to sound. The Chiefs have always had the home field advantage because they're one of the loudest stadiums in the country. Um, and then, like, that stadium just, like, right on top of you as well. Um, so, as an opposing player, you're just like, holy shit, you probably overwhelms you sometimes. Um, those fans are loud, and those fans would have been extra loud, especially now that they want their Super Bowl champions. So, defending champions, starting out the season against the Texans. Texans, on the other hand, Texans have, I know, a question, questionable offseason. Um Especially with Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien just a just a weird dude in general. <laughs> He's a weird dude. He's also the GM, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <clears throat> so I think he's calling more shots than he should. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. They let they um, they let DeAndre Hopkins go for cheap to the Cardinals. Um, they picked up Brandon Cooks from if I'm, I think he was with the Rams. Still have Will Fuller. Now, Will Fuller has injury woes, and you never know how that's going to go. You also have J.J. Watt, who also has injury woes. You don't know how that's, how that's going to go. Only one that kind of been more consistent. Well, you know, I wouldn't say that the Hopkins came as, a, you know, cheap. They also got David Johnson. David Johnson's not a bad running back, um, but you still have questions, a lot more questions um, need to be answered on that offense and sometimes on defense too. Um, they, I'm not, I'm just thinking back to when I, one of the first episodes, I mistakenly, I mistook that David Clowney played for the Texans when he was already as a, he was ready a Seattle Seahawk. I was just thinking about that. Um, <laughs> one for the books. You're going to look back at a 1,000th th- episode and you'll be like, oh, I remember when Uncle Edgar fucked up Jadavion Clowney's team midseason. Um, but Deshaun Watson has proven to put that team on his back and, and take him to Ws. You saw that against the – was it the was it Baltimore in the playoffs, I believe? No. Yeah, hold on. Now I got to check this shit out because this is going to bother me if I do not know – who they beat. Um, wild card. No, they beat New England, right? No. Buffalo. Buffalo was a team they won. Um, they come, they, I think they ended up coming back on that. Let's see, 22. Yeah, it was an overtime. Uh, Buffalo 19, Houston 22. I mean, he, he puts the team on his back, then they end up losing to the Chiefs, I think, the next round. Uh, let me take a look here because this shit will bother me. AF. Uh, divisional round. Houston lost to the Chiefs. 51-31. to 31. So last time they met, and that was the game the Chiefs came back. And was, they were down, what, like 22 to 3 or 7? Like something ridiculous. And right before the half, the Chiefs turned it around, and they never looked back. Um, so the Chiefs are already proven because the Chiefs already have the same set of players. They have... They still have Watkins. They still have uh, Hill. Um, they don't have Damian Williams, but they did add uh, Edwards Hilaire, signed Travis Kelsey. 
Um, I think they do have some defensive questions as well. Um, but they still have a, the, pretty much the same group. And I don't see why the Chiefs will drop this, to be honest with you. Um, I think Chiefs are the obviously are the team to beat. Um, you're definitely going to have to look out for um, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens as well. Baltimore plays Cleveland this weekend. Um, the Cleveland Browns, uh, a should be stacked Cleveland Browns team. Um, and now when you talk about OBJ and the Browns, you're thinking about something else. Now, if you guys haven't heard the rumor, that OBJ likes to get shit on by girls or something. like that. I don't know if it's by girls or guys. Um, and I, I'm just kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's not my fucking business. I don't care if he gets shit on. If I'm a Browns fan, I'm sitting there. If I have him in my team, a fantasy, I just catch the damn ball. Don't let that two girls one cup shit get in your hands and slip the ball out. You have you have uh, you have technology on your side with these damn gloves. Don't be dropping those. Don't be dropping no dookie balls. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm gonna talk about this later. I'll talk about the later. I'll talk about all that <laughs> shit later. Um, we gotta look at the Ravens, but the Browns. One of the three teams, I believe, the three losses for the for, uh, the Ravens. Um, the Browns gave one of the three losses to the Ravens last year. And handedly, too. And it wasn't easy to beat the Browns if you were the Ravens. There was something there. Now, obviously different coach. They did add um, a lot of offensive firepower as well. Austin Hooper on the offseason. So talking about the Browns. The Browns, Austin Hooper. They did add, uh, was it Compton? No. Can't remember the guy's name. Um, offensive lineman. No, what's his name? Was it from the Lions? Or did we get the Lions? Dude, I'm so lost. Oh, you know what? I got technology. Why don't we fucking use it? Um, Let me take a look here. This is what I used. Uh, AFC North. So Browns added Andrew Billings, a DT, Clay, Claiborne, Jack Conklin is what I'm thinking about, the offensive tackle. Also, that's a BJ Goodson, a defense, Ronnie Harrison, um, Rashard Higgins. Is that a kid from CSU, if I'm not? Resigned with the team. Um, Austin Hooper, Kareem Hunt resigned just right now. Um, Kevin Johnson is CB. Carl Joseph, Case Keenum is a backup. Andrew Sendejo, um, the safety. And then Malcolm Smith, linebacker. So they did okay at defense. Now, def- now, at all- and now the Ravens, though. Let's take a look at Ravens. Let's see what the Ravens added on defense. Clayus Campbell from Colorado, a beast. Uh, DJ uh, DJ Fluker, offensive guard, Par, uh, Pernell McPhee, linebacker, Matt Skura, Jimmy Smith, re-signed with the team from CU as well, um, Jihad Ward, and then they signed Derek, Derek Wolf, defensive line from the Broncos. So they beefed up the defense quite a bit on the offseason, um, and rightfully so. They need to they need to get those type of stops. They need to have – they need to be able to stop their defense. The, you know, they need the offense to be – the the defense need to do their job slowly on the offense. So that way the offense is powerful. They are as good as they are with Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, not to mention the reigning MVP, um, 
Lamar Jackson. They just had they have um, Mark Ingram and the kid. What's his name? The hell's his name? Damn it, too. This is gonna bother shit me. Anyways, let's keep going. Uh, Mark Ingram. Who else did they sign too? Um, they beef. They did a lot on the defensive side. Um, they're even talking about Antonio Brown maybe going in because Marquise Brown is his cousin. Who knows? Who knows what's going to What's his name? Isn't he a rookie? Fuck me. I don't get it. I got to check this out. If I don't know, uh, the profile, um, hold on. This is going to bother me if I don't know. What is team? Um, what's his name, guys? The running, the, the other running back, Rondo plus Campbell. Dude, this is really J.K. Dobbins. Isn't that the kid from Ohio State? Yep, J.K. Dobbins. I do. I can't believe it. It was like a. I knew it was like initials and then like, or like an acronym or some shit. Um, J.K. Dobbins. You guys, you guys, you guys saw him run. Kick boy can run, damn it. Boy can run. So you're going to have to look out for the Ravens, of course. Also for the Chiefs. I do have another team here you have to look out for. I don't know what just happened here. Um... Obviously, you have to look out for the Saints. Therefore, they're always in the mix. Anytime Drew Brees is throwing your, uh, I'm going to call Drew Brees his arm, the Freedom Cannon, because obviously he admires people who fight for the flag, as we all should. People who fight for the flag, fight for this country, um, <laughs> and um, doesn't give a shit about black lives, apparently. Just kidding. Looks like he's learning. Looks like he's educating himself. Felt really, really bad. He's a good dude, dude. I mean, we got. I think there's some people who get passes. I think Drew Brees is get the pass. I mean, just he just a lot of people are so uneducated. People are educated, but are very um, just ignorant. They're just ignorant ass people. Drew Brees, you know, Drew Brees made a mistake, said some words. He probably misworded what he wanted to say. But I mean, Drew Brees, Drew Brees is one of those guys who could get the pass. He's a nice dude, really nice dude. We shouldn't. Be faulting him for his, you know, for his upbringing. That's just what he knows, you know. He doesn't know anything outside of his white privilege. Let's be honest. He doesn't know anything outside. Of he doesn't know what it's like to be brought up in the inner city and with drugs surrounding you, domestic violence around you, violence surrounding you. You know what I'm saying? So he just doesn't get these type of things. Um, it just I just chalk it up to a miseducation. Um, you're also going to have to take a look at what um, the – I just had it up here. I'm, I'm so out of it. So much going on in my head is spinning. Um, NFC South and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, of course, they added Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, um, LaShawn McCoy. Jason Pierre-Paul, A.Q. Shipley as an offensive lineman, Ryan Suckup as a kicker, Indama Kasu. They are 
if, if for one year, if they don't get even into the playoffs, that's a failure. It's a complete failure. And I think they had the best offseason of anybody ever. You signed one of the best quarterbacks. Now, 43 years old, I think is how old he's going to be. 43 years old. You have a Rob Gronkowski who took a year off, got skinnier, got smaller. Can you get that weight back on as a tight end? Um, you also have... Leonard Fournette. Now, you had Leonard Fournette as a number two. You have Ronald Jones as number one is what it sounds like. We also have LaShawn McCoy there, a veteran like LaShawn McCoy, um, just coming off of the Super Bowl win, I think, with the Chiefs. I think he was there. Um, so this is a very very big veteran squad that can make a lot of moves, that can make shit happen, that knows how to win. Um, been there, done that. Um, you know, Bruce Arians can get this team together, get them all on the same page. This is a very dangerous team. Um, Bruce Arians, AKA the quarterback whisperer knows how to get the best out of his quarterbacks. Um, they're definitely the team. Who do they play first game? Let's take a look here. I want to see who they play first. Um, what the hell's going on here with my, um, 2020. Um, week one, the hell is this? Tampa Bay plays, oh, the Saints, off the rip, um, in New Orleans. Um, give me a good matchup. I think this is going to be pretty fun to watch. And I'm definitely having my eyes glued. I'm pretty sure it's going to be national TV. There's no way it's not. You're not going to have Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to be playing on the NFC, on the, uh, NFC, but Fox. A whole lot more. He used to be playing on CBS a lot because that's where they played a lot of AFC games. He'll be on Fox a whole lot more this week. So pretty. Uh, we'll hopefully get to hear um, Tony Romo commentate this game. I hope. No, is Tom? No, Tony Romo's on CBS. Shit. Apparently, probably listen to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. <laughs> um, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman commentating. I'm not, I'm not horrible, and I don't think they're bad. Um. Collinsworth, on the other hand, don't get me started on Collinsworth. Joe Buck's fine. Um, I didn't, yeah, we're gonna we have to wait and see. Everything's just week one. It's still fresh. No fans. No, you would don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, I don't even know what's going on. There's so much shit going on right now. I don't even know where to look. There's fire outside. Then it's snowing. People apparently like to get shit on. Um, school's up and running. Everyone has to wear masks. Um, can't do this, can't do that. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> My head's spinning. I'm trying to keep it together. 2020, we're almost out of it. We'll see. I just want to chalk it up already. I just, you know, it doesn't even matter. I'm going to put my Christmas tree up this week. Um, and while I'm wearing my Batman onesie, I don't care anymore. Don't judge me. Um, but there are some games this week. I'm going to give you. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you five games to watch this week to look out for that could be bangers, in my opinion. And then I'm going to pick five winners. I'm going to take a little page out of my pomies from the Mutt podcast, the most underrated podcast. And I'm going to take five games and pick five and pick the winners out of them. And um, see what I do throughout the year. I'm going to keep track, okay? So let's go here. Um, game number one, Kansas City versus Houston could be very – Lopsided game. I think Kansas City is going to take this one. Um, but what, so I'm going to give you my picks right now. Obviously, is what I'm trying to do. Kansas City over Houston. 
My next pick, I'm going to go with the Browns over the Baltimore. Browns, new offense. This is going to be a tighter one than it has been in the in last year. I think Baker Mayfield is going to get his shit together to OBJ. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to watch what I say. Baker Mayfield, OBJ is going to get this shit together. Juice Landry is still available. You obviously add in Austin Hooper. David Njoku is still available. One of the most athletic tight ends I've ever seen. Um, obviously beefing up the offensive line. Um, I'm going Browns. Browns over the Patriots. Um, I had that. I had this pulled up because I wanted to take a look at the odds here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little into betting a little bit more. Um, Texans are minus 420. So what that means, or not? No, the Chiefs are minus 420. So what that means, you have to put 420 dollars down to win 100. Um, it's up to you. You could parlay these all these um, all these. You know, it shows you where my head is fighting. Um, you could parlay these games like four games. You could bet four games, and the odds increase. Um, Cleveland Browns are plus two ninety, so they're the underdog, whereas the Baltimore Ravens are minus three seventy five. I'm still going Browns. I still think they got the scoring power. I still think they have the. They still have Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. They still have big good offense. Um, this could be an offensive shootout. I'm going the Browns here. Um, I'm going Colts over Jaguars. I'm going Phillip Rivers, T.Y. Hilton to bang. They also have, what's the, uh, the dude, uh, Taylor? Jonathan Taylor, is that his name? Um, running back. Is that the kid from Wisconsin? I can't remember. I don't remember names. Um, I'm going Indianapolis Colts over Gordon Menchu and his boys. just don't think Menchu magic uh, applies here to Mormon magic. Like uh, Phil Rivers, just don't get it. Um, for the brand, um, Colts for the brand. Colts are minus four hundred. Obviously, coming as a favorite over the Jaguars. Jaguars are plus three twenty. Uh, other one, I'm going Eagles over the Washington Football Team um, because Washington Football Team kind of I don't know what they were trying to do. There's kind of a weird off season for them as well. They just let go of Adrian Peterson. No Darius Geis. Um, he decided to put hands on his old lady or something like that. Um, so very, um, thin team. I got to go Carson Wentz and the Eagles fly Eagles fly puppy. Yeah, um, Deshaun Jackson, I don't know. Deshaun Jackson gonna be affected by his little off season comments. I don't think so. Um, and then I am also taking, what was it? What did I pick? Let me see, make sure I got my picks right here. Uh, I went with. Chiefs, Browns, Indy, Philly, and um, I'm taking Denver over the Titans. This is a kind of a pick em. Um What that means is that their odds are very close together. Let me see. Where is it at? Um, yeah, minus 110. It's a pick em. So minus 110 for both teams. Um, and I'm going to the Broncos. I think the Broncos have what it takes to smoke that defense. They obviously have a track team out there. They also add a good defense. They have a lot of defense coming back. Um, it's it's Von Miller's gonna be Bradley Chubb's gonna be coming back. Uh, I mean, we're just stacked. Justin Simmons. We have very very good defense, very quick defense. They weren't get to the quarterback. I think we're gonna get to Tannehill. Uh, I think we're gonna stuff Derrick Henry. Um, and then AJ, what's his name? AJ Brown. Is there is there a top receiver? I'll, Shit, you're going to get locked down, cut. You're going to get locked down, cut. Coming to Denver, cut. Um, 
those are my picks. I'm taking Chiefs over Texans. I'm taking Browns over Ravens. I'm taking Indy over Jacksonville. Philly over Washington and Broncos over Titans. Five. Quote me on that. Um, I don't know too much about um, odds here. <laughs> they're all, they're all, a lot of these teams are favorite except for the Browns. If you don't bet that one straight up, I'd probably do that. Um, so you get a hundred, you to bet a hundred, you get, if you bet a hundred, you get 395. It looks like where'd it go? Um, no, 100, 290. So two plus 290 is what they are. Um, that's what I'm going for. But, but obviously games to watch for. I mean, I already talked about it is the saints versus Tampa Bay. Um, I'm also going with to watch here. You also want to take a look at the, where'd it go here? The New Look Dolphins and the New Look Patriots. That one might be closer than you think. The Dolphins beefed up a lot. Former Patriot Kyle Van Van Noy went to Miami. Um, Obviously, you have Patriots have, you know, with the new addition of Cam Newton. They still have Julian Edelman. Um, No Tom Brady. No, you know, no Rob Gronkowski. Um... There's a lot of changes made there, so that's going to be interesting to watch. I think that's going to be interesting to watch. You might not think so because the Dolphins are involved, but who knows? I don't even know who the starter will be. Will it be Fitzpatrick? Will it be Tua Tagovola? I, they don't think they've announced a starter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think one to watch. Let's see uh, another one to watch: um, Seahawks over Falcons. Uh, Matt Ryan versus Russell Wilson Sierra. And obviously Seahawks always give, you know, always give everyone problems. One of the top teams always very, very competitive with Pete Carroll at the helm. Um, Chris Carson. Who else have Chris Carson? I don't even remember who else they have. That's all they have is Chris Carson, but they have Russell Wilson Sierra and that's all they need. Um, you know, like that, the Pete Carroll has his boys ready all the time. He has all boys all ready all the time. Um, Falcons adding Todd Gurley um, to the mix kind of changes a couple things. Obviously, you have one of the best receivers ever, Julio Jones. Um, you still have Calvin Ridley, I think. Calvin Ridley. I'm trying to think if he got something. No, Sanu. I'm talking about Sanu got did got dismissed from the Patriots. Um, you're also adding um, the kid from Baltimore, tight end from Baltimore. I'm drawing blanks here, guys. I can't believe I'm on the spot and I am dropping the ball right now. I am dropping the damn ball. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's see what else. A couple other ones you want to watch. Obviously, the start for Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chargers. Um, you know these these pit. You want you probably you know Cincinnati Bengals. AJ Green's coming back. Yeah, Boyd. You obviously have uh. Burroughs, Joe Burroughs start this weekend. Um, a lot of cool things to watch this weekend. A lot of cool things to watch. And then you also want to take a look at that San Francisco Niners versus Arizona Cardinals match. Arizona Cardinals obviously adding on one of the other best receivers out there, DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray, K1, um, is a monster. Um, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzpatrick. Um, I mean, dude, they're, they're a very good team. And they just got better with DeAndre Hopkins. And this is going to be very exciting to watch, especially with the returning NFC champs. 
San Francisco 49ers. I'm excited, man. Football is up and running. Did I give you guys five? Um, hold on. Let me take a look. Okay. San Fran, Cincy, Patriots, Seahawks, and the, the Buccaneers. Yeah, give me five. I think I gave you Phoebus. Um, I'm excited. Football's up and running. And it's going to be a fun week. Very interesting year. Because I know here in Colorado, the Denver Broncos don't allow fans until week three. So I think they're away next week. And then week three, they'll start allowing fans like 20% capacity like everything else. So, Ooh, I'm excited. Football is back in. Um, Vonster's ready to get some sacks. Um, Oklahoma's about to win number six Big 12 championship. GSP is on the cusp of coming back. Um, Rick Flair is will never die. Biggie will never die. Number goats up here. Um, but I did want to talk about. I'm talking about college football. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. I want to talk about the NBA playoffs. And um, Nuggets lost last night to the Clippers. And I posted on my Facebook, but I said, I posted on my Facebook and then posted on my Instagram, which is M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter, Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter, YouTube, Sports Plus Life. Um, I, I watched the game yesterday and I never at one point did I feel like the um, LA Clippers were better than Denver Nuggets last night. I just never felt. I just never got that feeling. I never was like, wow, they are so much better than us last night. I never got that. I just felt like we went cold the second half, got very inconsistent. And um, it went, we just had bad, bad shot selection, bad rebounding. Um, we had to tweak a little couple things, especially down the stretch. I think the first half was great. Michael Porter Jr. posterizing. Um, Harrell, and then you know, Joker, I think, did a great job of that first half. Great passing, great vision, hitting those shots. The three point shots were very important. Um, Millsap did a bit, you know, didn't do too bad in the first half, but still, same thing out of him. We've had is inconsistency on both ends of the court, no rebounding, getting fouls when he shouldn't be getting fouls. Um, that's something different we could talk about here in a second. Um, but uh, let me take a look. Let me go back here. So I wanted to take a look. What's it? Yeah, Sunday, right? Um, I'm trying to get this damn box score to pull up. All these damn tabs, and I can't find the right one. <laughs> um, this one. Let me pull up the box score here. Now, everyone in, in Denver Nuggets starting lineup. Had double digits. Um, but, I mean, it's just still, we down the stretch there. We fucked up. MPJ had 18 points. Um, Gary Harris had 10. Jamal Murray had 14. That's kind of where it hurts us. Jamal Murray going 5-17 from field goal. Um, only going to the line twice. Hitting both his free throws. That's different. One offensive rebound. Two defensive rebounds. Three different, sorry, three. Defensive rebounds, nine assists. Um, you know, I I think yeah, we definitely need just consistency is all we need. 
Um, that's how we won the game too. It's just consistent shooting, perfect, good shooting, um, good rebounding, uh, defense. Defense was, they, I think they did well down the stretch, but they killed themselves. Um, just not making shots. It's just all it was. Um, it's just unfortunate because I never, I don't think the Clippers are better than us. I don't think George Hill is better than any of us here. I didn't, even though he had, what, 32 points? Paul George. Paul George Hill. Paul George. Paul George had 32 points. And I mean, he thought he was fucking Jordan last night, didn't he? Did you see him? He was all, oh, I'm so cool. Look at me. And, fucking. and especially, don't get me started on Patrick Beverly. Patrick Be- Beverly had seven points. Let me see here. One offensive rebound. Three offense, three defensive rebounds. So that's the same as Jamal Murray. Three assists. Had a baby steal. One little block. Turned it over once. Patrick Bradley's trash. Oh, just he's just trash. He's a piece of crap. He sat there and said, "Well, they're doing all this flailing shit." And Joker returned back with, "What flailing? You guys went to the line twenty six times. Let me see if that adds up here. Let me take a look. See if that's true. Free throws. Six. Let me take a look. So here's Kawhi Leonard went six. Um, Zubac went seven. Paul George went three. So there's 16 right there. Harrell went 10 times to the free throw line. 10. Shut up, AT&T. This is not a sponsored podcast. Shut up. Um, so you're going 26 out. And this goes back. I talked about this not that long ago. To where... The Denver Nuggets don't get the same calls that other teams get. And that shows it right there. We lost 107 to 113 to the Clippers. Where, let's take a look at 4, uh, 10, 13, 20 points. 20 points came from free throws. Whereas the Nuggets went to the line 2, 6, 10 times and 1, 4, Six, eight points came from free throws. I mean, that doesn't help either. Those free throws, they get to the line almost three times more than we do in this game, and they win that game. So Patrick Riley sit there and talk shit about flailing. I mean, come on, bro. Get your shit together. You guys were not better. You guys got lucky. Kawhi Leonard was not a good player yesterday. Kawhi Leonard didn't play like the Toronto Raptors' Kawhi Leonard. He had that one good block with his middle finger yesterday. Turned the ball over four times. Um, Only had, what? He had 23 points. You need more out of someone like Kawhi Leonard. But the four turnovers is what killed him. He also went to, he also, but here's what the good thing was that people aren't talking about, 14 defensive rebounds. They had 14 rebounds. So that's that's huge. Those should be rebounds on... Offensive rebounds for the Denver Nuggets. So that's, I mean, just little things here that need to be tweaked um, to get that dub. And now at one point I sit there and watch the Clippers are better than the Denver Nuggets. I just don't, I never, and I'm talking about during that game. I'm sitting there and like, this team does, is not good. Um, but it's our shot selection, no rebounding. And um, that hurt. Is what it is, man. Is what it is. Clippers are up 2-1, but like I said before, Nuggets are a hard team to beat in seven games. Uh, I mean, they show that that first series. Um, 
And so what do we say here? Only time will tell. We'll get him next time. We'll see him in a couple days. What is it? Today, the 8th. We'll probably see him the 9th. Um, also, the Lakers um, came back and won game two over the Rockets. Um, I don't know why everyone thought the Rockets were just going to run away with this. I mean, you got LeBron James has won three championships. You got Anthony Davis, a hell of an athletics uh, center. Um, I mean, you, that's all you really need, right? Caruso's not going to help you. J.R. Smith is not. Kyle Kuzma's very, very inconsistent. Um, I don't think the Rockets, and it, it doesn't help that Westbrook turned into Westbrook and was bricking everything. Was not making a shot. LeBron James is swatting everything out of his hands. Um, that's going to be a very interesting, interesting season. It's an interesting series to see how this goes. Goes back and forth. How many points are going to be scored here and there and blah, blah, blah. Who's going to have the better defense? Because defense is going to win this series. Um, and LeBron James brought the defense last year. Last game. Um, they play tonight. What is this? What time does that say? 7 p.m. East uh, Mountain Time. And the Heat versus Bucks. Heat could close it out tonight. Bucks probably without Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, it could be a wrap for uh, the bucket, the old Bucks. Um, it's crazy they won that game in overtime without Giannis. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's no way they come back down three-one and win the series. I still, there's not a way. I think they, the Heat close it out. He's been playing. They've been playing amazing. Same thing with them. I think they get to the line a whole lot more, too. Let me let me check here. Uh, was that Sunday? Uh, let's take a look at the box score. That's what we do here. Let's take a look at facts. Free throws uh, for the Heat. 6, 12, 19, 20. Let's go here. 13, 16, 19, 22. Eh. Pretty even. I don't I just don't see anyways, I don't want to get started on that. Um uh, anyway, playoffs are obviously are still full effect. Still a whole lot to watch. Um and still a lot to unpack here. So we're gonna keep it going, keep it moving from the NBA um onto bigger and better things, college football. College football <clears throat> Same thing with the NFL. How is that going to look? How is this going to go? Um, a lot of teams already played. Um, Clemson would be playing this weekend. Oklahoma would be playing this weekend. Um, is Alabama playing this weekend? I think they play Georgia. No, who do they play? Let me pull that up here. There's a lot of shifting here, players. Um, how's it at? Oh, there it is. Um, Alabama has to play this weekend, you know? Cano players, Cano, Cano, Cano. Um, take a look schedule here. Um, <clears throat> uh, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame plays Duke, Oklahoma plays Missouri State, Clemson plays Wake Forest. Alabama doesn't play that week. Week three. Let me take a look. Um, where the hell are they? Alabama, Alabama, 
How do they do it? Roll tight. Oh, they do roll tight roll. This is really bothering the shit out of me that they're not like on here. <clears throat> this is really bothering the shit out of me. Because I think. Conference. SEC, where's it at? There it is. What the hell? No week three schedules. They don't play the week four? Holy crap. Hold on, let me see this here. Hold on. I thought they had... Oh, shit. Yeah, week four. They don't play the week four. Holy crap. Alabama versus Missouri. Georgia versus Arkansas. They don't play the week four? Damn, so Big 12, ACC are popping off this week, and Alabama won't play for another couple weeks. Crazy, bro. What is it? What day is that? Um, September 26th. Let's get a later start. I guess that's all right. It's okay with I mean, I'm okay with that, right? Um, who's going to win this year? That's what I'm going to think about. Who's going to win national champion? How does that work? Because there's talks that Pac-12 and Big Ten are going to start a little bit later, possibly looking at December uh, as far as starting goes. Um, I think it's – I don't know how that all works out. I don't know how, how, who's going to be a national champion. I mean, obviously Alabama is always a favorite. Clemson, I think, is a favorite. Um, who won it last year was, it wasn't Clemson, LSU won it. Obviously they're without a lot of stars. Um, big, uh, coach O and them obviously coming out of the SEC as well. Who do they play? LSU. They play Mississippi state. How are they ranked number six? Really? Oklahoma's number five. <laughs> um, I, I mean, you, Spencer Rattler got named the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. Um, if you guys don't know who Spencer Rattler is, look him up. The kid's a beast. The kid's got an arm. He's um, I, he's like Kyle, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield rolled up into one. This kid has an arm, athleticism, very, very good, out of Arizona, I believe. Um, I think Tanner Mordecai was the projected starter before all this happened. I think he got hurt, so I think that's why Spencer Rattler's getting the dub. But you also have Charlie Rambo to throw to. No Kennedy Brooks. I think he went to no was it? Yeah, Kennedy Brooks got injured again. Um But you'll see. I mean, quarterback U, QBU, Oklahoma. They 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 defense started picking up last year. Uh we do lose Parnell Motley. Um obviously Kenneth Murray going to the Chargers, uh round one. Um, which by the way, they never bring up Kenneth Murray in um, hard knocks. I don't see him. Do you guys see him, or am I not paying attention? They don't. They don't. They never talked about him once. Um, he was a first round draft pick. They don't talk about the moment on the Chargers on hard knocks. Really weird. Um, but obviously, I think if you're looking at champion, yeah, you know, someone to bring the championship home. If you're looking at anybody, uh, the teams that are playing right away, you got to go Clemson. I think they're their favorites. Yeah, you know, as much as it hurts me to say that. You have Trevor Lawrence on your team. You always have a chance to win. Trevor Lawrence is one of the one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. One of the best players we've ever seen in a long time, probably since Vince Young or Tim Tebow. Um, you know Reggie Bush, 
some of the best, one of the best players we've seen in a long, long time. He's a talent, man. That guy's a talent. Um, and he's a good kid, smart kid, very well-spoken. He's The kid's a total package. Goes in the draft next year, definitely going to go number one. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with old uh, Sunshine. Um, but if you can pick a favorite right now, I think it's going to be Clemson. Um, can't pick Ohio State, no Wisconsin, no Oregon. Um, you got to take uh, off the players. So let me take a look. So who is... Um, is there rankings, standings, ranking? There we go, rankings. Um, Clemson, Ohio State. It goes Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU. No Penn State. Oh, sorry, no, so no Ohio State. No Penn State. No Oregon. No Wisconsin. That's top twelve. No Michigan. Top. Um, no Minnesota, no Utah, no Iowa. It's pretty crazy. So we take a look at the plate. You know, they have Clemson now. So let's re-rank these. We go Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU, Florida, Notre Dame, Auburn, Texas A&M, Texas. That'd be like your top 10, I think, is what you're looking at right there. Texas, top 10. Bro, get out of here. Um, I think Oklahoma has a chance to get out of the Big 12. Obviously, I think Oklahoma will win the Big 12 again. Now, what we have is that step after that. I don't know what's gonna what it's going to look like. Are we still going to have playoffs? Um, I, there's so many questions that still have yet to be answered. I don't fucking know how to do it. If I'm going to pick anybody, it's going to be Clemson. don't know why, but I'm picking Clemson. Although I want to pick Oklahoma, we're still we we're, we still a lot we can't. We got to replace Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was a big leader. Um, no, uh, no Kennedy Brooks, no Parlell Martin, no Kenneth Murray on defense, um, no C.D. Lamb, of course. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Players, um, my head spinning still. Fire nice outside, and um, yeah. Um, over the weekend, UFC popped off this weekend. I did not watch the fights. I was uh, at a birthday party for a good friend of mine. Um, plus, the Nuggets were on, and I just couldn't watch it. I was just like, dude, I needed I needed a break. I needed a break from my sports, even though I love them. And plus, the Nuggets kind of hurt my heart the first game. And I think they do better when I don't watch anyway. So then they won. And I watched yesterday, and look what happened. I don't think I'm going to watch them tomorrow. Um, but UFC, Sakai versus Overeem. Sounded like Sakai was winning four rounds. And the fifth round ended up getting finished by Overeem. Overeem's a veteran, man. Trains out of Denver now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that can make mean a big, big deal. Big, big change in your know, elevation, your conditioning, uh, your cardio, obviously. And uh, I think they've cleaned him up a little bit. But I think he's gotten better. He's gotten the bad. I mean, he beat. He had Rosenstruck beat for 4.9 rounds. And they ended up getting beat up in the last few seconds. Um, then he had that, that fight against... Um, Walt Davis beat Walt Davis. And then he just had this fight against Sakai ended up winning. So I think the next fight you see would probably be what? Um, Overeem fight would probably be what? Like Lewis, maybe? Rosenstruck? You ready to beat Rosenstruck? Maybe he wants that one back. Um, probably Rosenstruck or Lewis is probably who you see next for him. Um, but this weekend, let's see what I'm talking about the last week because I didn't watch it and I can't talk about it because I didn't watch it. Um, but this weekend coming up, you have Angela Dave, Angela, Angela Overkill Hill. 
hell is a dam? Angela Overkill Hill versus Michelle Watterson. You guys know how I love Angela Hill here um, on the podcast. Talk about her. She's a beast. She's a monster. This is going to be a very good fight. Very underrated fight. I don't think it's, I don't think it's being talked about enough. Michelle Watterson, big veteran. Um, out of Team Jackson. Angela Hill out of San Diego. Um this is going to be a tough fight to kind of decipher. A tough fight to pick. If I'm going to pick anybody, they're both very durable. They both have good skill. The difference here will be the wrestling. I think it'll be the grappling. I think they both have a good stand-up. Um, very, very tough fight for me to pick. Let me take a look at the odds because... Um, that can make a difference in my pick here because I want to see where they have favorite going into this fight. I think it's Michelle Watterson, but I want to see how much she's favored. Uh, let me take a look here. Let me, uh, Plus 115 and one minus 139. Angela. So it's close. Very close. I'd have to get his Angela Hill. I think Angela Hill has improved a lot. Um, Michelle Watterson has taken some beatdowns. Some surprising losses from Michelle Watterson's end. I don't think she'll, I don't think she'll be ready for Angela Overkill Hill. Angela Overkill Hill has been the more um, active fighter. I think she has the most reps. Um, I think she can get this dub by decision. I'm going Angela Overkill Hill, baby. Um, there's also a good a couple other good fights um on here. You have to watch uh Kama Worthy versus Otman. Azatar is coming in undefeated. Kama Worthy last beat. Um the violent Bob Ross to kill one of my parlays. Um Azatir is actually um the underdog going in undefeated against Kama Worthy, so little bit of value there for you, puppies. Um, Roxanne Mata Ferry versus Andrea J- KGB Lee. Um, don't know how this fight's going to go. It all depends on what Mata Ferry we see. Mata Ferry can go in there and dominate a fight like she did against uh, Macy Barber, then go out there and lose a fight like she did not that long ago. Um, Mata Ferry's a big veteran, so you don't know what she's going to bring. Andrea KGB Lee. Um, has done well, improved very well. Didn't um, great stand up, good wrestling. I don't know who to pick here. I don't know who to pick here right now. Andrea Lee is the favorite by my, um, you know minus three hundred five k uh, Mata Ferries plus two thirty on big ass underdog. Uh, Mike Rodriguez versus Ed Herman. That's gonna be. I didn't even know that was on the card. Is it? Did I just skip over that? Yeah. Ed Herman versus Mike Rodriguez. You guys remember Mike Rodriguez? Not that long ago, a couple episodes ago, just bangers. Ed Herman could throw bangers. Um, I'm giving, listen, I'm giving you guys entertainment right now. If you guys don't like it, if you guys want to stay out there and fire a nice outside, be my guest. But I'm giving you heat for Saturday's fights. Um, There's a lot going on Saturday, man. I don't know if I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm going to be available Saturday. Sports, soccer. Soccer starting up. Premier League starting up. Oh, my God. I got to talk about that too. I just thought of something else. I got to add to the agenda. I'm going to do a baby podcast on that. 
we'll do that. Um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be ready. Bobby Green versus Alan Patrick. Brock Weaver versus Frank Camacho. Brian Barbera, Barber, Barberena versus Anthony Ivey. Um, who's the fight? Matt Snell versus Tyson Knapp. That's the one. Flyweights. The little guys are going to throw these little fucking hands, man. Those little flyweight hands. Those quick hands. Some of you guys have a knockout. Tyson Nam's a tough dude, but so is Matt Schnell. Matt Schnell was on like the MTV show. I can't remember what it's called, but um, he was on that. Um, UEFA Nations Cup popped off this week. Um, I'm going to pull that up because a lot of good matches happened this weekend. Um, uh, leagues and Cups. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Hold on. UEFA Nations League. There we go. Um, scores over the weekend. Armenia just beat uh, Estonia 2-0. Georgia and Ma North Macedonia just tied 1-1. I was just watching that before I got on. Belgium and Iceland are playing here pretty soon. Um, Denmark and England will be playing here pretty soon. And then France versus Croatia is another banger going on. But over the weekend, let's see the scores. Uh, Monday. Uh, notable scores. I'm go out. The Czech Republic lost to Scotland. 2-1. Uh, to one. Um, Italy beat Netherlands 1-0. And Norway smoked North, North Ireland. Um, Patty McNair scoring for Northern Ireland for Manchester United. Um, I think so. Maybe I'm blowing smoke out of my own ass. Um, England beat Iceland 1-0 on a crazy penalty. I think that's what it was. Spain beat Ukraine 4-0. Um, so that's something to watch out for. I want you guys to watch this because uh, I don't I don't know how long this is going to go for. I don't know when the next matchups are going to be. It'll tell me right here. Watch if I keep going. Um, October, October 10th is what it'll pop off again after this week. You guys will watch this shit. It's on ESPN plus remember five chucks a month for ESPN plus. You get all this, you know, smoke to put on the background when you're working at home, put it on your phone, watch a little bit of footsie. It's all good. Um, but that's it, man. And my head's still spinning. I still got a lot more to decompose. Obviously I got to work on a baby podcast now. Um, and then go check me out on Instagram sports plus life. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, M-R-A-K-A-C-O. Instagram and Twitter, Sports Plus Life is a YouTube channel. Uh, find me, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, on twitch.com. And that's it. I want to thank you guys for so much for tuning in. Uh, sorry, I was very unprepared. It's fire and ice outside. I don't, my head's spinning. Um, it's smoky outside, then there's fire, and then Night King's knocking on my door. Um, and then um, apparently I might be part of a red wedding. Um, Bill and Ted is coming out, so I don't I don't know what's going on, guys. But I thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for sharing. Go ahead, hit the likes, hit the shares, subscribe. Um, help your brother out because obviously I'm going crazy. Um, thank you guys. I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Um, and don't forget to go out there and vote. And uh, just be nice. All right, I'll holler at you guys. Let